Hey everybody, welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzapple, and joining me today is a, a special guest, first time on the show. It's my, uh, it's my friend George Rogers. What the hell are you talking about? Welcome. Oh, yeah. It's good, it's good to finally have you on. Yeah. <laughs> what about those previous 61 episodes I was on? 60. 60. 61. Yeah, you're right. 61. Yeah. I forgot we did the midweek show. I can add. I, I just forgot we did the... I'm, my sleep has been so completely fucked up since I didn't sleep at all before the Justice, Justice League dropped, but... um, <coughs> just Pardon me for the hoarse sound, but um, here we are. And... um. What a wild sixty hours, yeah, ish, somewhere around there, fifty it's, something. It, it it's been a wild week. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you because I uh, I've been jazzed for this since since we've been a week out. Yeah, and just but, like you, by the time Thursday came, I was so excited. I mean, I didn't watch the movie as early as you did because mm. I had to go to work. Right, right, right. I actually thought but, you were because you said you set an alarm. I set an alarm to to wake up at three o'clock just so I could see post. It. And see it live, like gotcha, like, gotcha, like I, gotcha. Like I can hit play on HBO Max, gotcha, gotcha, and, gotcha. and watch this. Um, I did hear that um, parts of HBO have um, had. Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. Parts of HBO, um, HBO Max. Uh, I know HBO Go is still a thing in Asia, I believe. Uh, did crash. I was lucky. I had no problems. Um, I woke up at two thirty after sleeping for about two hours. Um, and uh, I went downstairs and got made a cup of coffee, and I just sat on my bed and I watched the movie. It flew by. Um, it didn't feel like four hours. Well, the movie's actually only like three hours and fifty minutes. There's about ten minutes of uh, credits, ten to twelve minutes of credits. <clears throat> um, and then I I went to the gym and then I watched it again. I did have to pause it though because I was exhausted. So I, I took a, a nap for a couple minutes. Um, at the, at the intermission where it will be when it does go to IMAX for a limited run, they're planning to do it in the fall. Um, and I just, I gotta close my eyes for a few minutes, you know, <clears throat> and I've watched it five times since it debuted on HBO Max at 3am. George, you've watched it, what, two and a half, you said? What's that? You've watched it, what, two and a half times, you said? Two full and then... Two full and then I saw it the last half of yesterday, because for some reason... On my HBO Max app, it was already halfway through. I'm like, well, this is interesting because mm. the only thing this is on is my phone, aside right. from the TV. But right. I didn't question it. I was like, whatever, I'll just pick it up from here. Yeah. Uh, so I was pretty tired last night, so I didn't get all the way through it. Right, right. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch it again tomorrow. Um, I'm hooked. Um, yeah. I, 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 um, obviously, we're going to do the, the review today as well, but we're going to share a lot of thoughts just on everything that's going on i mean it's it's blowing up yeah this this is a phenomenon i guess like <clears throat> as we said multiple times when we kept talking about this through various you know news articles that we were talking about you know after the the normal reviews we did but mm-hmm. we've always said i said multiple times this is less like just the release of a movie this is an event yeah. it feels like it feels like a cultural <clears throat> event and when you look on social media and you look on twitter especially twitter it is. It's blowing up. Yeah, the a um, lot of people are hashtag ha- like yeah. too. Ha- hashtag Zack Snyder's Justice <clears> League <throat> is, is is annihilating Twitter I have, right now, all over the place. Yeah, Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder Cut, re- restore the Snyderverse. 
Um, Us United. Justice League Snyder Cut is trending on and off because I guess Batman, people, Superman, you know. Wonder Woman, yeah. Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, Steppenwolf, Darkseid. Darkseid's got like 40,000 tweets just yeah. today alone. I put up one earlier today. <coughs> uh, and by earlier today, I mean like probably a half hour ago. Mm. Where I said Darkseid is is already the most menacing comic book villain we've seen on screen, and he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. We haven't seen him actually do anything to even get that experience. It was just, it was mainly just him talking and then like Cyborg's vision. Mm-hmm. That was really all we've seen of him. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen this guy in his full apocalyptic power, apocalyptic really, mega glory. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and it's, it's just wild. Um, and and, and, I, and I use the term it, it it's a phenomenon mm-hmm. because I'm you watch that movie and you say to yourself they used the term and by they I mean Jeff Johns John Berg Kevin Sujahara everybody who was above Zack Snyder at Warner Brothers who was no longer there anymore they used the term unwatchable they said this movie was unwatchable and now look where they're all at. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Sujahara was me too out of existence. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Johns and John Berg are nowhere to be found. Jeff, Jeff Johns isn't even writing for DC anymore. He's fucking writing a fucking image comic that nobody's going to buy. Jeff Johns is... No well, disrespect he, to image. But. Well, 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 Jeff Johns is still... Um, he's still working on the Stargirl show. But from what I've been hearing, yeah. uh, people really don't want him on set. Yeah. Uh, I'm hearing so. he's a massive, massive asshole. Speaking and, of people we haven't seen anymore, anyone seen Joss Whedon lately? Uh, he's me too to have existence as well. Well, they're trying. Well, they're they they're trying to, but you got two people saying, "Oh, they're just trying to get their fifteen minutes of fame." It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think Ray Fisher's looking for his fifteen minutes of fame because he's fucking cyborg. He's fucking got it. <laughs> he's fucking got um, it. But it, you know, I, I said to you, and I w- I did go into this movie with very high expectations. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Zach is probably he probably is my favorite modern day director. Um, because of the five of the seven movies he's directed, or seven movies he's directed, I've seen five of them. Six of them? Um, yeah, six. And, you know, I, I, I love Nolan, but I haven't seen the, Nolan's, like, last five movies, you know. Tenet's coming to HBO Max on May 1st. I'm gonna I definitely check it out. I didn't get a chance to get to the theaters to see it, but I wanted to. Um... So I, I had a lot of high hopes going. Plus, you could only go up from the theatrical. Cut. You really could. You um, can't. You you couldn't get any worse than that. And for this movie, like now, you you heard the term that we said unwatchable, right? That that people in HP or in Warner Brothers used that term unwatchable. And Zach didn't change anything from then. No. You know, he did add a few minutes of scenes at the end of the movie. You know, which would be a post title post credit sequence, but he just. He, you know, it's before the credits. He's a good guy. Doesn't want to make us wait. And uh, what the hell? <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll talk, because at the end of the movie, and we'll talk about those. It, it, is, it is the nightmare sequence, and it is the scene with, uh, a second scene with Martian Manhunter that he filmed to tackle in the end. And now people are using the term masterpiece. Yeah, it went from unwatchable to, to masterpiece. masterpiece. To the greatest comic book movie of all time. Some people, I, Me, I'm saying it. Oh, I will say, through all the things that we've seen through through social media Mm -hmm. and everyone's been posting about it. Um, Like we've seen the Russo brothers Mm -hmm. post about it. Rob Liefeld, the, the, the creator of Deadpool. He's and other characters and other characters. He's, 
he he's written a, he's uh, tweeted about it. Not a single thing from Joss Whedon, John Berg, Jeff Johns, Walter Hamada. Mm-hmm. Nothing from any of them. What are they gonna say? They because... could just they could just swallow the pride and be like, you know what, we made a mistake. This is a good movie, but you know, time's gonna tell because um, what's his name, Jason Kalar is going to shake things up at Warner I, Brothers. I think so. I can't imagine. You can't tell me he's not. I going can't to. imagine a movie this big and it's this revered already. I just pulled up the Rotten Tomato score to check to check in now before we start the review and. And um, I left the review. I gave it a five-star review because I do think it is the greatest. I tried to, but for some reason it wasn't letting me. No. Um, yeah, you know, I used to have problems with it, too. And so I, I went on with my computer, and that's I can't even get on with my phone because um, Rotten Tomatoes is a garbage site. But, but peop, you know, fans and studios look at it, and it's sitting right now with the critics at a 74%, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and the audience score is 96. I'll let everybody know right now that the audience, with 25,000 reviews, okay, Granted, look, it, it'll it might drop a couple, it might go back up a couple. This is that's pretty much what the audience score is going to be around yeah. mid nineties. Okay, <clears throat> that is the highest rated comic book movie of all time by by an audience. By an audience? Yep. There's not one comic book movie that has a higher rating than that. I believe the Dark Knight has a, is next with ninety four. I believe ninety four critic. Um, yeah, ninety four audience. Yeah. So it's also right. has two hundred fifty thousand. Right, right, but that, and this and this has a, a you know ten percent of that. But from what I've seen over time and stuff like that, um, the audience score doesn't drop that much. You know, um, the I think I think the critic score is where it's probably going to be. It might go back up to seventy five, and hopefully it'll get that fresh review, that fresh rating. Not that I care. Again, they, they, they they're. Like I said, apparently um, to be cert- to be certified fresh, it also has to be a wide release movie. Yeah, but TV shows get certified, do they? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then I don't. All time. Well, then I don't know. Hey, what I'm so happens. confused. On well, how then it, I don't understand. I'm so confused on how it works. Um, but as as we said, it's blowing up on social media. Yeah. I mean, I you know I have 120 followers. I, I follow like a thousand people. You know, a lot of it is actors and musicians and stuff like that. But I. I follow other people in the Snyder verse. I would say the that release the Snyder cut movement. I always have, um, and it's just it's nonstop. It's nonstop posting. You go to, you check you go to your search to check what's trending. Boom, Snyder cut. Boom, Justice League Snyder cut. You know Zack Snyder's Justice League. Where were some of the characters? It's been there constantly trending. I I saw a graphic earlier that. In the last 60 hours, there have been 3.5 million tweets that have involved the Snyder Cut. That's insane. You can't you can't ignore that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Walter Hamada used the term um, a cul-de-sac for this cul-de-sac movie. of ideas. Yeah, like and that. you know, and and he wanted to, Zach to not put anything in there that could lead to another movie, and he, Zach just did it anyway. But then again, I don't think Zach really had the answer to Walter Armada. No, I think he was. It was more of a Jason Kalar was a, was he greenlit this, mm-hmm. you know, told Toby Emmerich to call him, and you cannot ignore this. No, and if you do, you're going to lose your job, Walter Armada, because people want a second Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. I hate to say this, people don't want movies like Birds of Prey. People don't want movies... I hate I hate to say this because I do like Shazam, but people don't want movies like Shazam. 
If they did, it would have made more than four hundred million dollars. I still say Shazam would have made more money if if the character was more of a household name. True as well, but then again, you your your competition isn't with like you know art house movies. Your competition is your comic book competition, which yeah. is Marvel, and you're not going to compete with Marvel with Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman eighty four, which we did like. We defended it on our podcast, but it's it does have a lot of issues. It's too long, and I'm not going to get into it. But it's widely disliked. That movie is widely disliked by people. Um, and Shazam, that's you're not you're not going to compete, and you're not going to make money putting those movies out. You're gonna and granted, um, everything I've heard, I know Grace Randolph has said multiple times if the Snyderverse is to continue, whether it would be just the Justice League story, which is I think what everybody mainly wants, mm-hmm. continue this story. Anything else is a bonus. I've put that up on Twitter a few times. I just want Zach to continue the Justice League story, this Dark Side War, you know, stuff like that. And then if they want him to do a Batman movie or a Cyber movie, cool. But I want him to finish his five movie arc or four, because I, from what I understand, he re like, and I said this on Wednesday's podcast as well that he had rewrote Justice League's two and three into one movie. So, um, like, how how are you gonna how are you gonna basically just say fuck you to all these people by not giving us this movie? Yeah. Um, and then be like, oh, here's you know, J.J. Abrams produced, su- you know, race swapped Superman movie that nobody yeah. asked for, written by somebody who's racist yeah you know um it's well just, racist against white people so it doesn't count yeah it's true and not, not to get controversial but he this this guy has said some really fucked up shit um he's he, he really has and a lot of people don't like him i mean he also said some stuff about 9 11 that, that's what i'm yeah. saying like that too and it's just mm-hmm. and plus he can't write a conflict to save his life because he's tanked captain uh captain america completely mm-hmm. um and what else was i gonna say i completely drew a blank but i mean i'll, I'll remember it at some point um, oh, what Grace Randolph's saying. And, you know, we've, um, we've heard through the grapevine for, 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 from another, you know, person or two that, um, there's very much talks going on. And that's what Grace Randolph keeps saying, that there's talks going on. They're behind the scenes. They want Zach to finish Justice League off. And there's even talks of him doing Wonder Woman 3, which I don't mm-hmm. want him to do that. Um, because I want him to concentrate on Justice League. Uh, maybe write it, you know, because clearly Patty Jenkins knows nothing about the character. But, um, anyway, let's, uh, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was about 15 minutes. That wasn't bad, actually. But, you know, I want to say something before we get into the review, because the review is really going to be the, I mean, like all our reviews, it's the bulk of the show, but this is going to be a good, a good, the review is a chunk of this show, like 90% of it. It's a four-hour fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. um, so there was some controversy that happened over the past couple of days. And um, Zack Snyder had went on a stream with uh, a former NFL player, Uche Nwari, I think his last name is. Um, and he is affiliated with a YouTube channel called Geeks and Gamers. Um, I've mentioned them before because I have mentioned that I was somebody who had... Um, listen to some of the channels of the fandom mess because I'm somebody who's been very outspoken with my displeasure of the majority uh, everything. <laughs> yes. But mainly it's mainly Disney star Wars. I just, you know, I've come around to the sequels a little bit. Um, I still didn't like the direction they took them in. Um, but then I, I would say about midway through last year, I really started to realize these people just bitched a bitch. 
Yeah. You know, and I, as I was going through my Twitter and deleting, I just wanted nothing to do with anything I'd ever liked or retweeted or even comment. I was like, I want this off my Twitter. Um, it well, I, I found a tweet from like July of last year saying like, you know, I'm kind of over this outrage culture mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I've really spent the last like four or five months like calling them out on Twitter. I mean, I'm a guy with 120 followers. You know what I mean? But you hashtag the fandom menace, people see that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, so Zach went on his channel and apparently for a charity stream, right? And there was a couple, uh, Tyra Magnus was on there. He is not fandom menace from what I understand. I like him though. He's cool. He's just a big old fucking nerd. Um, and apparently, uh, Jeremy, the King Grifter of the fandom menace um king grift mm-hmm. grifting gamers we should call it um <laughs> he um Geek, or geeks and grifters so on the auction site because they were auctioning off some stuff from the movie mm-hmm. you know there's a couple a couple small props some sign stuff and on the auction web page it had the geeks and gamers logo on it from what i have from what everybody has said and zach said this at the beginning that they had talked about it, they were supposed to remove that logo. Mm-hmm. So either somebody forgot, or they were trying to get one over. They're probably trying to get one over, and knowing how they are. And that's where I think so, um, because they would absolutely... Look, they're clout chasers. So what yeah. they're going to do is they would use this going, we got Zack Snyder on our channel. Yeah. Which he wasn't. He was on Uche's private channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's what... That's what Jeremy is. He's a clout chaser. He he would have used that, and what it backfired because he came on. Now, granted, they've completely mistaken, uh, spun what he had said. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually did not say anything negative about Geeks and Gamers. He said, uh, "I'm. I just want to clarify that I don't have any affili- affiliation to Geeks and Gamers." Um, you know, we talked about the logo and stuff like that. And he said, and also with in light of everything that's happened, because it was the day of that shooting in Georgia. Yes. So. Um, where I believe six Asian women were murdered at a massage parlor mm-hmm. um, out of eight people. And Zach has a few um, adopted Asian children, plus the, the, uh, the daughter who would uh, commit suicide, Autumn. Um, she was also Asian as well. Um, and he had said that, you know, because he had a- Asian children, and he, t- he took he took that very personally to the heart and stuff like that. Um, and I saw it in the chat. They, people just started attacking him because they, he thought, or they thought he called Geeks and Gamers a hate group. I have the actual quote here. Okay, you this, this is what he says. He yeah, goes, I paraphrase it, but anyway. he goes, and I'm, and this is, and this is the quote from the somebody transcribed the the video. Okay, it said, "Just a quick thing before we get started. I know that on our donation page we still have the Geeks and Gamers logo." I just want to say that we talked about this and we're not really affiliated with Geeks and Gamers as far as I'm concerned. I really just want to make that clear. I also just want to say in light of recent events, I think if Justice League teaches us anything, it's about coming together. There's no room for hate. I just think it's an important message. As a father of Asian children, it hits close to home. Mm -hmm. And of course, they took that into... Uh, Zack Zach Snyder is condemning us. He's calling us a hate group, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, you took something out of you. You you took something. It wasn't even out of context. You took it the wrong way. You completely spun you, it. It was a spin. Yeah, That's which is was. which, as you said earlier, when we were uh, when we went out to get when we, when we went out to get lunch, mm-hmm. 
is that it's funny that people who were defending Gina Carano for people saying that uh, for saying that people were misinterpreting her posts, they go and misinterpret the words of Zack Snyder. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, so now, mm-hmm. so now the shoes on the other foot. Now you're upset. But that's what they do, yeah. and that's why I completely distance myself from them. And I, the reason I brought it up is because I want everybody to know that while I did used to listen to some of those channels um, and whatnot. I have, I guess you could say I've been enlightened, mm-hmm. but, I, but it was, it, it was a long, just like seeing through the bullshit. You could just, yeah. it kind of opened my eyes one day and I was just like, yeah, these guys are just, they're, they're con artists. Yeah. But I want to make sure that everybody knows that George and I, for both of our podcasts, Multiverse Movie Podcast and Station Level 7, we have absolutely no affiliation with anybody in the fandom menace. Yeah. At all. I mean, we're just a small podcast yeah. anyway, so we don't really, um, so we don't have any real connection that anyway. Yeah. But just for our own, I just don't want anybody ju- to think. Ju- 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 just for our own peace of mind. Yeah. And for the simple fact that we find, especially with what Ethan Van Skyver said yes. the day after. Oh my God. Uh, no, that, about, was the, that was the night of. Or the night of where he it was, it where was he later was, on his yeah, stream. Where he was basically, it's like, where he was uh, poking some fun at it, mm. talking about um, ki- uh, talking about killing Chinese people. Mm. And it's like, he's like, oh, I'll never stop killing Chinese yeah. people. Yeah. Like, what? What? Give me a Tommy gun. I'll line him up against the wall. It's like, you're just a scumbag piece of shit. I don't care what you've written. I yeah. don't care what, what you've drawn. To say something like that, mm. the day basically oh. of yeah. a... A obvious Asian targeted shooting mm-hmm. in the United States, mm-hmm. which hey, shootings are back because I guess COVID's going down. Mm-hmm. So hey, that's so, one thing. And then this is, this but, is... but to say that and and, and, to, and to try to come off as some sort of fucking uh, uh, edgy fucking teenager mm-hmm. edge lord, edge lord. Yeah. I don't want to say an edgy edge lord because that mm-hmm. just sounds like yeah, no words. Yeah. But to try to come off as some fucking wannabe edge lord, like. Yeah, ooh, you got some fucking laughs from your alt-right fucking joke, uh, Joker fucking crowd. Mm-hmm. See, um, yeah, and I wanna, and I wanna say, and is, YouTube pulled down that video. Yeah, so good job. Yeah, YouTube. he's on his last leg with YouTube, I think. Yeah, which will kill, which will completely kill his crowd. It's um, it's fine. Which just, which I'm not gonna defend the guy, but he is an accomplished comic book writer. But you know what, Ethan? I don't care you, what you've accomplished. You want you know what, Ethan? Um, you you fat cunt. Um, you're being uh. That's pretty. Um, uh, what's going That's that's pretty slanderous towards fat cunts. All right, whatever. I don't give a fuck. And this guy lives twenty minutes from me. You know what the funny thing was? He put up he put up a little clip on his YouTube channel mm-hmm. yesterday. Because I've been I've I don't listen to anybody in the fandom mess anymore. It's, and it's been you know I would say a couple, but I still kind of check up on him to see what kind of bullshit they're trying to peddle. Yeah. Out of like a what, what like like a, like a self torture. Like mm-hmm. I, let me put my, I I gotta see what this. Uh, yeah. At this point, it's just like you I gotta see what they're doing. Gotta see what they're fucking doing. Yeah. And he was at the Funplex. And I thought about going up there. The fucking Funplex. He's from he's from oh, Medford yeah. or Marlton. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just no, I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't go up there and kick his ass. But I would love to just walk by and be like, "Hey, you're Ethan Skyver. Go fuck yourself." Something like that, and then walk yeah. away. See what he says. You know what I mean? Because what know. the fuck's he gonna fucking do? Yeah, well, I'm not. You know. But like he was like, "Oh fuck, Zack Snyder." Like, Listen, man, you can't even hold fucking Zack Snyder's fucking three week old piss bottle at a fucking movie set okay you're just a lowly fucking comic book writer who hasn't done anything in like 10 years with comics you're you doing this pushing your fucking ninja turtle ripoff with Cyberfrog? and i'm not trying to disrespect comic book writers because it's a tough job it's a tough business to get into it is especially today's day and age but 
Go fuck yourself, dude. You, 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 you're a fucking piece of shit. That's what I have to say about you. Mm. You're a piece of shit. And get over it. Trump lost. Suck my dick. Yeah. Keep crying about it. The election wasn't stolen. It's... Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Oh, how did did they win the election? Uh, Well, more people 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 voted voted for Biden. Biden. It's that simple. Yeah. But I wanted to make every... Because we had... Because (laughs) I had... Because four is a higher number than three. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to make sure that everybody knew that we, you know, the the listeners we have, we are not affiliated with them at all. And uh, I regret ever mentioning any of them ever. Um, they'll get no on more this channel. They'll get no more free press from us. You know, because I was, you know, I had scaled back what I would listen to, and it was really just world class bullshit and midnight jazz. And then it was just like, you guys are the same. You're just bitching. You're moaning. You're spreading fake fucking rumors. You don't have any sources. You're making this shit up. You know who doesn't have any sources? Doomcock. Doomcock doesn't have any sources. Um, you know who does have sources? Grace Randall. You know who does have sources? Who? Multiverse Movie Podcast. That's right, we do. We've got fucking sources. <laughs> we have like a sort, a half a source. We have a source. <laughs> and um, but I, I wanted I wanted people to, to I wanted to and make we sure have two people... sources because we have some inside information on uh some stuff on some stuff. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. Nah. <laughs> Let's just say I know when all the new snack cakes are coming out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Again, I I, I took just, that from next Friday. That's not even mine. Just as a as a as a. Uh, soul cleanser i guess yeah. i just wanted because we unfortunately had mentioned them before i did and i'd given them some some props mm-hmm. here and there and i regret that and that'll never happen again so uh fuck them fuck the fandom menace the fandom menace is dead they're grifters the liars they're haters they're racist they're sexist mm-hmm. and they're pieces of shit the fandom menace is dead bury it kill it if you have to <laughs> i was trying to quote one thing and you went to another what'd you quote i was quoting batman versus superman we're saying, oh, they yeah. said they shine your light in the sky, don't go to it. The bat is dead. Bury it. Oh, I was I took it to fucking yeah. Last Jedi. Tell me, do you bleed? You will. <laughs> but um anyway, fuck those guys. Those guys are assholes. Yeah. Um so uh on to better things. Yeah, I don't think we have anything else to talk about before um, I don't we get have video, right? I don't have a shred of any other news because I haven't looked at anything. I haven't either. And if there and if there has been news, it's been buried underneath all of the yeah. uh, cyber cut news. Uh, hey, uh, I did I did record uh, a few more episodes um, Thursday night with the the gang at the Tattooing Collector Club Cantina. Um, latest episodes up. It's a spawn episode. I actually haven't watched it yet because um, I've been watching the Snyder Cut pretty much. Okay. Um, I did watch Falcon and Winter Soldier yesterday. I did not. I'll get um, that I was like, well, I was like, let me watch it. Um, and we'll talk about that in a couple weeks because we're going to do the same thing we did with WandaVision. We'll do the first half of the show, one podcast, and the second half of the show, the next podcast, uh, you know, at, at the end. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but it was, it was a solid episode. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing, like, mind-blowing. Um, but it, you, you know something cool is happening. I wouldn't say great, but I would definitely say cool, entertaining, yeah. Yeah. a good show. You know, it's not going to be a bad show, but... Um, like I said, I've watched the Snyder Cut five times. That is literally, and I'm gonna watch it again tomorrow. I'll probably, I'll probably stop at ten and take a break for a little bit and be like, and then All start right. up, and then, then, and then and start, start up fresh it, again. It's yeah. just, I'm, I'm addicted to it. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe this is the greatest comic book movie ever made. Um, and I'm not the only one. You're not. And um, I'm sad to talk about. It. So let me pull it up. Let me pull up uh, the Wikipedia page so we can read the information. Mm-hmm. Um, here, so let's refresh my information. Refresh. No, 74 and 92. Not 96. 96. And that's that's normal, though, because mm-hmm. there's usually always like a 20% difference between critics and um, 
the audience nowadays. Sometimes, yeah. Most of the time, even if you look at like the MCU films, they're not very similar to each other. Like even Black Panther is like the highest rated comic book movie by the critics, but it's only got like a seventy eight percent from the fucking fans. Mm. Well, it's because that's because of uh, review bombing. Yeah, because, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but but look at the other. Well, it's funny because nothing else gets review bombed. But look at true. the other D- DCEU films that Zack's done. I mean, Batman vs Superman is hated air quotes. I mean, we fucking love the movie, mm-hmm. but um, it there's like a 30% difference because it's like 29 from the critics because they're idiots. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to call them. They're fucking idiots. But like, it's at, like, I think like just under a 70 or at a 70 with mm-hmm. the fans. So yep. anyway, let's get this started. Uh, I got it right here. So, all right. Zack Snyder's Justice League. What a wild fucking story this oh, is. Wild. Maybe we'll talk a little bit after, the, after, the, after the review about kind of the backstory and stuff like that. But I think we've touched up for the most part pretty well on that. So mm-hmm. it was released on Thursday. 3 a.m., March 18th, 2021, uh, on HBO Max. Um, Zach has said that there he is. Um, there's going to be a IMAX release of it. Um, I've heard both gr- uh, black and white um, and in color because I, I do believe they're... Tr- he said they're trying to do a marathon with um, Man of Steel and BVS. Uh, he said he just doesn't know if it's going to be one day or split over a like a Saturday and a Sunday. I was concerned taking one day and just watching Batman vs Superman and then Zack Snyder's Justice League back to back. I'd be seven hours that nobody yeah, be able to find. I me. think I'm going to do that one day and, and watch Man of Steel, BVS, and um, Justice League because unfortunately um, there is stuff in this movie that kind of pushes Aquaman out of the canon, which was everything. I didn't think that was going to happen because Jason Momoa had always said that they tried to continue that. I'm still going to take it as canon. I think I am too. Um, because it's too good not to. Yeah. And I mean, it's really for, for the, for me, it's really just two things. It's, yeah. and we'll talk about that when we get to that in, in the, uh, and it really, it's just one of them. Cause the other one I can kind of just not care about, Yeah, you know? Um, but, uh, anyway, so it was released on HBO max. It was directed by, the great, I'm, I'm going to call him the great Zack Snyder because I love Zack. Uh, produced by Charles Roven and his wife Deborah Snyder. Screenplay by Chris Terrio. Story by Chris Terrio, Zack Snyder, and Will Beal, who he has definitely done something else. I've yeah, uh, he, uh, was yeah, on, he, he was on Aquaman. Yeah. Aquaman. yeah. Um, music by Tom Holkenberg or Junkie, Junkie XL to some people, uh, but he does go by his his actual name now, I believe. Starring um, Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, Willem Dafoe, Jesse Eisenberg, Jeremy Irons, Diane Lane, Connie Nielsen, and J.K. Simmons. Based on the characters by DC Comics. George? Also featuring the voices of Ray Porter and Syrian Hines. Uh, It's actually Kieran. I don't give a shit. I know, I know. I'm so used to calling him Syrian, but it's actually Kieran. So, all right. So, Ke- so, so, Kieran Hines, Peter Guinness, and, and yeah, Ray Porter as the new gods, and Judy Dench's face. That's is not Judy Dench. <laughs> God damn it! I want Judy Dench to be Granny Goodness. So, what you're telling me is that Judy Dench died in Skyfall and went ascended and and yeah. ascended to become a new. What the fuck is idiot doing behind you? Whatever. He's staring at the wall. So, um, so George, when did you first see this movie? Uh, yeah fucking <laughs> the day of release Ugh. i can't even explain like i didn't look at, i mean what am i who am i going to talk to at three o'clock in the morning 
You know, I I, I, mean, I you can text me, but yeah, there's no guarantee my ass is gonna. I turned on the I turned after I got my cup of coffee. I sat down and I turned on the movie. You know, when it hit, it was actually it. They were saying three oh one. It was actually three oh two when it dropped. They were a minute late, assholes. But I pulled it up, and um, I right as it was starting, and it was re, you know, um, not that I, I missed anything, but I did want to look real fast because mm-hmm. I know there were other parts of the country. Uh, other parts of the world that had gotten it already because you know the ones that are yeah yeah um and um I just wanted to see what Twitter said real fast so and I checked Twitter and I put it there well I, I put up there so, oh the journey's about to start I'll see you in four hours yeah. I put my phone down and I just watched the movie didn't have to get to go to the bathroom or anything and um when the credits ended I just sat there for a few minutes you emptied out the Gatorade jug that you peed into and no I went to the bathroom before it started and um you know I said to myself I was like well let's at least get to the intermission before I go to the bathroom and I didn't have to go so Mm -hmm. um but anyway uh George take it away with the um the plot Thousands of years ago, Darkseid and his legions of parademons attempt to conquer Earth using the combined energies of the three mother boxes. The attempt was foiled by a unified alliance of the Olympian gods, Amazons, Atlanteans, and humans with the assistance from a Green Lantern. After the alliance repelled Darkseid's army, the mother boxes were separated and hidden in different locations. In the present, Superman's death has triggered the mother boxes' reactivation and the appearance of Steppenwolf, one of Darkseid's servants on Earth. Steppenwolf aims to regain favor with his master by gathering the boxes to form the unity. All right, that's obviously not how the movie starts. They just, I'm not sure why it's broken up the way it is. But the movie basically kicks off right at the end of Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. With the... Well, with, the end of the fight. The end of the fight. With um, uh, Superman getting stabbed by Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And the sound of his, I guess we'll call it his death rattle. Like his scream, here of that just kind of echoing. You see it kind of echoing over the, um, over the planet. Yeah, you know the, the bell's been rung. <clears throat> you know, uh, obviously Wonder Woman and Batman hear it because they're right there. Mm. Lex hears it inside the uh, Kryptonian ship. Mm. The Atlanteans hear it under the, you know, under the water in Atlantis, and um, <sighs> and the Amazons hear it, which is what wakes up the mother box in Themyscira. Mm. So... And then it calls the Steppenwolf. And then it calls to you. Thank you. That was your father's lightsaber. Good fuck. It calls to you, butthole eyes. (laughs) Anus eyes. (laughs) Anus eyes. And yeah, and it basically calls out the Steppenwolf, who has fallen out of favor with his master. Mm. His nephew. His nephew. Because Steppenwolf, uh, I mean, it's not said here, but in the comics, Steppenwolf is the uncle of Darkseid. He is uh, Hagra's brother, I believe. Nobody cares. I care. Yeah, I know you do. In the comics, however, like I said to you, I don't remember Steppenwolf ever trying to betray um, Darkseid. I know Desaad does, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So they, maybe they just did it... But yeah, that does sure. that doesn't mean it didn't happen though. Yeah, that doesn't mean it didn't happen. But I know from what some stories that I had I have read over the years that I, I just don't I don't remember. Plus, not, not they don't always touch on the new gods in a lot of not things. Always. You know what I mean, and Darkseid's so powerful he doesn't really need a guy like 
Steppenwolf to do his dirty work for him. He's only doing it here because he's trying to get back in his good graces. Because to... he wants to go home. And I feel bad for the guy. Oh, fuck him. I feel bad for him. If he was good at his job the first time around. We tried to, try to portray him. Yeah, well, don't do that. Maybe if he would have killed him. Maybe he'd better die. So, now, obviously, the... Oh, um, Steppenwolf. Yeah, basically, all the disdain. It's like, you prick. What now? He's like, oh, I got these pieces, Marcus. They're good pieces. What, what I, my favorite thing about um, the, the, the new gods in the movie, the three of them, is it's, there's a very medieval feel to them. Yes. It's not like, you know I mean? It doesn't seem cheesy. It seems very medieval with the way they talk and the way they, they carry themselves. Like, it's, yeah. you know, he's very much like a... Um, almost, I mean, al- almost with a... Like a Shakespearean type feel to it. Yeah, well, I mean, look at the actors he got to, well, to, to play him. Because yeah. Ray Porter, I'm pretty sure he said in, in an interview that he he was a theater actor for years before he actually transitioned kind of over to, like, you know, Cameron. And he was on an episode of Frasier. He was. If I ever meet him, I'm going to ask him what that was like. i am like, listen, <laughs> listen, I loved you. I'd be like, I listen, loved- listen, dark side aside. It's great. You had a uh, you, you had a bit part in a opening of a Frasier episode. What at, was Kelsey Grammer uh, like? At Comic-Con. Uh, did, did, did Kelsey Grammer speak to you? <laughs> Outside of the show? Outside of the show? Like, you know, did he like give he you might a laugh. Co- he seems like a great dude. Yeah. He, he is, he's, he, and and he, he's very he's very active on Twitter. He's always mm-hmm. liking tweets that he's tagging oh, yeah. or responding. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he seems like a really, well, really I, nice I, guy. I hope when conventions come back, I hope he's one. I hope he he does does a few. I'd love to meet him. He seems like a really genuinely nice guy. Which is funny because that was the, the scene in Frasier was that he was at a convention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting the autograph for uh, Derek Jacoby's um, character on the show, which yeah. is like an old uh, an old actor that Frazier had seen when he was in school. Yeah. And he wanted to get him back on stage only to find out that he was just a terrible actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll put that episode on over there. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we took... Now I'll say the, the opening mm-hmm. to this is obviously much different than the opening that we got to... Justice League. Yes. We're not going to talk about Justice League too much. We're going to take a couple shots at it, though. Yeah, but there's no, <laughs> there's no like, recorded footage of Superman doing <sighs> some bullshit with his fucking CGI'd face because... Of, it's like a river. It flows. Yeah. It's like fucking a stream where it Shut up. Nobody cares like, anymore. Like, fucking... Oh, God. Movie doesn't, that movie doesn't exist to me anymore. Nope. I am I am gonna take several shots at it throughout this podcast. So Oh by the way So here's be a fun drinking game for everybody who's playing the home game. Yeah. Grab all yourself like a twenty of you. Gra- grab yourself a bottle of your favorite beverage and do a shot every time we take a shot at the Justice League. Okay. We'll call it shot for shot. Mm-hmm. Um just uh, that reminds me. I I do believe we had told everybody we were gonna do a review of Justice League slash comparison to with each other. We've completely scrapped that. It's not true. It's false. It's false. We made it up. <laughs> a team of writers made that up. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever want to watch that movie again. It's complete fabrication. I, I just don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. That movie does not exist to me. You're absolutely right. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. Right. Steppenwolf retrieves one mother box from Themyscira, prompting Queen Hippolyta to warn her daughter Diana, who informs Bruce Wayne. Bruce, who has been looking, for, looking to form a team with several metahumans, such as Arthur Curry... Without success, then goes to recruit Barry Allen while Diana locates Victor Stone. Barry joins him instantly while Victor, after initially refusing, later joins after his father Silas and several other Star Labs employees are kidnapped by Parademons seeking the Mother Box, protected by humanity. 
Steppenwolf attacks an Atlantean outpost to retrieve their mother box, forcing Arthur into action. That's a very small paragraph, but there's a lot that goes on in that scene because um, we also get the that small little terrorist group that goes into that. um, I'm not sure what that was. Just a museum, museum of something where they you know they go to break into cause, you know. Basically, basically, just to cause chaos. It's mm. just like it was, you know. It's just a small terrorist group that comes in, and Diana springs into action. And the one thing that I do like about this, and I told you this one several times. Oh, excuse me. Is the um, I don't know how really to describe it. It's that vocalization that they've added into Wonder Woman's theme, like that. It, it, it almost it, it almost sounds like uh, like ethereal chanting almost. Yeah. I, I can't even. I can't describe it, but I love it because mm-hmm. it gives it, it. It's it sounds more like you would expect from I don't know, like an island of women, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon, like um, uh, Amazonian women. Excuse yeah. me, not this is like no fucking island of girls, but yeah, shopping and shit. Like not like anything like that, but like it's very, it's almost regal, but also at the same time a little mysterious. I can't describe it, but mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy it. And she springs in action, and this, this is the action that got muted down, because she is fucking violent as shit. She killed people. She's a fucking warrior. She she, ki- she threw a man against the wall, and his blood stain was still on the wall. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, and, and that's and where the tiles were broken, and that was where his head hit. Mm-hmm. His head caused that. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, slangs the uh, slang. She she clangs the her gauntlets together. Basically vaporizes that guy because all we see left of him is his fucking hat. Yeah, <laughs> and then and this is a scene that got cut out of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. So take so take your shot because I'm about to take one. Uh, Joss Whedon, feminist, you know he's got all these strong female characters in his movies, but cuts out a scene where a little girl says, "Ask Diana, can I be like you when I grow up?" And Diana says, "You can be anything you want." Mm-hmm. Like. Why would you cut that out if you're so if you're so for fucking women's rights and being a feminist? Or maybe it's all bullshit. Uh, well, he's a complete piece of shit, so yeah. it is bullshit. Yeah, so it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. If you and if you don't think that Joss Whedon isn't a feminist, uh, you can ask Charisma Carpenter if if yeah. uh, Joss Whedon's a feminist, because she'll have some fucking stories to tell you. From Buffy, right? Yeah, she was Cordelia on Buffy, and we also get Bruce. Looking for Arthur, he goes to that Icelandic town that's basically not really landlocked because it's, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's like, it's like behind the mountains, mm. but when it's like the winter season, it, but like their ports freeze up so they can't get any ships. So they're very kind of isolated, like, 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 like this isolated community that Arthur, you know, brings food to and he comes in brings on the King Tide. Brings fish. Brings fish, comes in on the King Tide. And that's a pretty good scene too, right there inside that little tavern or or what have you, that the uh, that the Icelandic folk are in. And he's just trying to get, and he he knows for a fact that he's talking to Arthur Curry. Like, he oh yeah, he already knows. He knows for a fact that he's talking to, him and he's just playing along with it. And I love the that coy little thing right at the end where Bruce speaks in a uh, in Icelandic, and it just pisses Arthur off. Mm-hmm. And he goes, ah, Arthur Curry. And unlike in Justice League, do your shot, um, Bruce does not go, Zoe, I hear you talk to fish. 
that's been completely fucking taken out mm-hmm. because that was a Joss thing. And I'm glad because it was just bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then it cuts right into him talking to Arthur outside as Arthur takes his shirt off and jumps back in the water. He's like, hey, crazy Batman. He calls Bruce Wayne Batman and says it out loud in front of people. <laughs> that whole Icelandic village knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, they don't speak English. Yeah. So that was the one part of that is the only part of the movie right here is where I, it could have been shaved down about twenty five seconds. When the um, when the when those Icelandic girls mm-hmm. start um, start singing, I had no problem with them singing, but you could have you, you could have, you, you could have, and I, I don't want to take a shot, at Zach, but. Um, you didn't have to go back to her. You could have... You she could... picked up his sweater, sniffed him, and then immediately came. Yeah. But as Bruce walks through the crowd, you could have cut it right to Martha. I didn't need to see her pick up Why his... did you say that name? <laughs> it's his mother's name. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you, you could have done that. Like, I that was... That is the only time in the movie where I was just like... Ugh, all right. <laughs> yeah, and it cuts some Martha Kent it, packing yeah. up the house. and I didn't need that to be a, off a minute the long. Hall and, you know, I didn't need that to be a, a minute long. Which is fine because... It, yodeling section. Now, obviously, I remember more of the Justice League than you do. Absolutely. And I literally yeah. watched this movie like a month ago. Yeah. So I, I, I like, remember more of this movie. And I don't remember... I think she says it when she's in like that in that meeting with, with Lois. When she's like, oh, yeah, they came and like, took the house. But yeah. like... But it's oh, like, Clark, you, Clark said yeah. you were the thirstiest girl ever. Yeah. So if you weren't, uh, like if you weren't paying attention to that scene, you would have known that she lost the farm. Mm-hmm. But her packing up the stuff in the U-Haul and driving off, you see, and then it has a sign saying that the uh, that the farm went into foreclosure. Mm-hmm. I wonder how far behind on bills she was. Hmm. She's like, oh, uh, I don't know a thing about money. You know, what's a dollar bill? I don't know how to pay bills. They're simple folk in Smallville. They don't mm-hmm. know things. She's probably she's probably still using checks and faxing things. Ugh. My God, terrible! A, a machine attached to a cord? Huh. <sighs> what? Join join the twenty first century, Martha. Um. Shit. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking. I just, Bruce Wayne's the only man who's gonna shave in a in half of in a yeah in like yeah. I was, I, was I have like on the off chance I actually shave because I I keep my beard pretty full. Not long, just full. Um, and I, I just do a little cleaning up here no, and there. I keep my beard long. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have a long beard. I just have yeah. a full beard. Um, when I do shave, I take my shirt off. You it, know, it, and I'm, it, I'm, like, I'm, like, whole, I'm like borderline naked. It turns into a know? whole pro- It turns into a <laughs> whole Bruce process. Wayne is fucking shaving with a goddamn fucking, you know, a dress shirt and a fucking suit slacks. vest and slacks yeah. and you know, dress shoes. This is like, of course Bruce Wayne can Holy do it, though. Toledo. All right. <laughs> Um, and the, the 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 battle on Themyscira for the for, that for the is box so fucking epic. I cannot believe way that was better than the cut down. I cannot believe take way the shot. better. I cannot believe that was fucking. And I watched it too when we were finished. Yeah. I watched it. I was like, this is trash. Even the look of Steppenwolf is a thousand times better than what we got. Now, from what I, I know, they're like, yeah, the CGI wasn't finished, but you should have fucking finished it. <laughs> Blame Kevin Sujahara for that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I will. And he has now, no job anymore. from what I understand, um, that's a design that they came up with when Zach was still in the movie for Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. uh, because they had said that his his design of Steppenwolf looked too scary. Oh, too scary. Ooh, this is, Yikes. ladies and gentlemen, 
Warner Brothers is the company that released the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Steppenwolf was too scary. Yeah. Uh, Warner Brothers is also the parent company of New Line, which released every fucking horror movie from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> this is like, this is the, 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 the parent company of New Line, which owns the rights to the Conjuring series and the Nightmare on Elm Street series. And Friday the 13th. And fr- well, Friday the 13th now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then again, this is this is a group of people that wanted to compete with Marvel. Yeah. So they wanted... Marvel's villains weren't scared. They so wanted, ours isn't they wanted a Josh Brolin-looking grimace. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Which is uh, funny, because Steppenwolf doesn't look anything like Kieran Hines. No. No, it doesn't. No. Yep. He doesn't have horns. Or whatever the fuck those things are on his head. Horns. Horns. Yeah. yeah. But that was a... Brutal. And I like Thanos, but like I said to you before, like I hate... When they made him look like Josh Brolin is when I kind of lost interest in him. That was a brutal fucking battle, though. Like, Absolutely. Like, like he that, threw the fucking horses? He threw the one horse. Like, he throws a horse. It's like, yeah, he threw a horse. And then he grabbed four others by the reins and threw them. It's like, what the hell am I watching right mm-hmm. now? And the... And just the blood splatter from every, from every swing of the axe into every fucking Amazonian he comes across. And it just... Just that spray of red after he sliced mm-hmm. through him. Like, mm-hmm. We didn't get that the first time around for obvious reasons. Because it's a comic book movie. It's like, well, you know, well, you know, we, we got to make it lighthearted. We got to make it fun for the kids. Not bullshit. Kids want to see violence. Nah. That's And that's a fact. Yeah, fuck Marvel. That's a fact I, of fucking life. I like Marvel, but fuck them. Like if, what do I always say? The MCU has completely ruined cinema. Yeah. Because that's all everybody wants to do is fucking mirror the MCU. Well, yeah. if you don't give us a Justice League 2, you'll see how much people want fucking DC to be like it, fuck, like by the MCU when yeah. your movies aren't making any fucking money. That's why nobody wants to be like the fucking MCU with, uh, when this came out. Nobody was like, oh, that, why wasn't that more lighthearted like Avengers? Because they knew it wasn't going to be. Mm-hmm. Nobody bitched about this. But, I mean, like, the... The, the battle was still rough the same thing. Steppenwolf still got the mother yeah. box, but it was more taunting. And he was definitely taunting the the queen. It's like, oh, your people, like, I killed them all and I'm taking this box. Mm. Fuck you, cut. And then, mm. and, and that's what I, I saw somebody on Twitter call the parademons of the angry bee army. So now, like, I'm just laughing about that yeah. every time I see them. Um, I, I absolutely hate the face of the Steppenwolf that we got in the theatrical version. Yeah. I hate the way it fucking The armor and the helmet is fine because that's very reminiscent of the comics. Mm. But his face looks fucking terrible. It doesn't even... Like, I could understand if you tried to make him look like Kieran Hines. But you didn't. Yeah. You just gave... You gave him a face. Just a face. Yeah. You basically went on clip art and found a face and you're like, hey, this works. Yeah. The, and uh, one of the scenes and one of the parts in that battle that I really liked is when Steppenwolf was getting shot with all the arrows and it was right after he threw the horses and the camera like zooms in on him and his armor just kind of mm-hmm. like closes and snaps all the arrows. Yeah, I like that too. Like it's, it's, it's fantastic. And she shoots the arrow, which we get a longer version of that because then we found like the arrow is called like the arrow of Artemis or something like that mm-hmm. or, or whatever it was called. I Shame on me! I didn't, I didn't, I didn't listen to every word. But shot, it was the same thing. They shot the arrow that caused the fire, at the, um, um, like the statue of the Amazons or whatever that building was called. It was basically the Amazonian, uh, like landmark, in Crete on the island of Crete. 
when she shot the arrow. Yeah, when she shot the arrow. Didn't into... they? It doesn't say it there. It doesn't say where, no because it's what the hell do they call it? I thought it was I th- or, 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 or like the Temple of the Amazons or something. Is that what like, it's called or something like that? But it was obviously Diana knew what it meant because she went there and she, you know, found the. Um, no, she 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 showed the torch and dropped down into a hole that we don't really know where the hole came out of, but that's all right. I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. I just she she made that jump in heels and didn't break a heel or her ankles. And like I said, I I'm not gonna say. Don't it. say. It. <laughs> don't don't. That's uh that's off the record. That's off the record speak. I but she, but but she but she sees that whole. Like the um, history, like history of, of 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 the dark side battle, which mm-hmm. we talked about in the beginning there, and that, and that Green Lantern that's in the beginning of the movie is Yalan Gar, mm-hmm. which you or, or Yalan Gar, who did defend the uh, Earth sector, yeah, about uh, you know, in in that time, that's yeah, roughly years that's ago, roughly yeah. lined up properly mm-hmm. when he was the protector of the sector. Yeah, like was it twenty forty five, something like that, something like that. Would it would be either way when the. When the ring flew off of him, I think you said it more likely went to Abin Sir. Yeah. So, that's... And, and <laughs> it looked good, too. Like, they, like, they just about looked ten times better than what we got when they, for, when oh, they yeah. first did. Because oh, yeah. then you could actually see that David Thewis was fucking Ares. Like, mm-hmm. oh, there we go. Now we and now we see it. And he's not just wearing a fucking helmet. And we have to play mm-hmm. guessing games. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, what? Oh, I thought there was a car going the other way. Um, and then the and then there was the battle underwater, the Atlantean battle, mm-hmm. which I don't know how they saw anything going on with the amount of bodies that Sephiroth was cutting through, and you could just see the red in the water. It's like all that water should have been red around it. He shouldn't be able to find anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also and we got to see um, Mary like use her powers of temple for she you know. Had the water go around when he when she's got when he's got her by the neck up against the wall and she's like I'm not trying or I wasn't trying to stop you or something. Her with like her British accent. Yeah, with her British accent that she did not have in Aquaman or in the the theatrical version. Well, clearly because they they because they refilmed that scene yeah. with her. Yeah. In the theatrical version, because it's not even it's not even the same dialogue. No, it's not. And he and he does this. She's like because she's telling him he's got to help. And he's like yeah, but first I need someone first. And then he looks down at her snatch. Yeah. I need something from you first. Yeah. Beave. He screams the word beave at her. If you see her drawing... 2814 is Hal Jordan's sector. Space sector 2814. If you see her drawing the, uh, like, the, 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 the water out of step. You can even see some blood come out, You saw too. some blood come out, yeah. too, but that's... So we got to see a little bit of her, of what you know, she can actually do. It's a damn shame that she's a fucking lunatic and shit and Johnny does bed and mm-hmm. all that stuff, because she actually is a great mirror. She really is. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we'll, we'll see what um, happens with her. Yeah. And also, during this, this is the last thing I'm going to talk about in this section before I move on. Because mm-hmm. because there, there is a lot to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Victor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's Cyborg. Because we get, you know, um, si- Silas made that tape for him. Where I basically tell him it's like you know, you're connected to everything, you can do anything, you you, know, you can basically do anything, and it cuts to him, I guess just like inside maybe like a computer representation of his mind or all that as he's listening to the tape. Then we see the the bull and the bear fight as he's talking about you know you're connected to the monetary systems, and we get that little 
segment there where we're watching this waitress who is obviously getting stiffed on tips and she's extremely tight on money. Mm. Gets evicted. Gets evicted. You know, and he's just and and and, and you feel for it, and then you and then you see Victor kind of make the like, like that money stack sort of appear inside his mind. Then mm. it cuts to and then it cuts to him outside of an ATM or or like near her watch that ATM and they're telling that and the ATM is saying that she has insufficient funds. And then obviously he manipulated it to where her account is now flush a hundred thousand dollars. So you see stuff like that where he knows like because Silas tells him it's like you know it's the question is he's like well not the question it's a challenge but it's like but but, but what are you gonna do with that information you know because obviously what he does depends on what he's gonna be because obviously he could use that and manipulate everything and basically take over the world especially the way everything is technology based in in this time in the time of error that we live in but he's obviously going to do it to help people and it was nice that he was able to help that um it was nice that he was able to help that waitress and you, you definitely you definitely kind of felt for especially if you are someone who lives paycheck to paycheck and mm-hmm. you live on the hard mm-hmm. times and mm-hmm. you know you got to determine you know or and you really got to look at the price of the things that you buy at the store you're like you know can I afford this name brand cereal day or do I got to get the malto meal that's in the bag that's two dollars cheaper um, and I, I definitely, I definitely felt for there. And that was another scene that was cut out of the original mm-hmm. and the that whole, and the, that whole that segment, whole yeah. segment, all because, and it was around that Joss Whedon did, and Jeff Johns and them did not want to have an angry black man at the center of their movie. Cyborg is the heart and soul of this movie and it shows. Yeah. And he, and the, the funny thing, and the funny thing about it is, is, um, a character like Cyborg took the spotlight away from the holy trinity of this movie. Yeah. Of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Cyborg. A character like Cyborg. A B character. A B character. Someone who is typically not in the Justice League. He's usually with the Teen, Teen Titans. Titans. Yeah. I mean, he's, and he, he stole like the spotlight away from them and basically became the heart and soul of this movie. It, you could have had it to where it was Batman. You could have had it to where it was Wonder Woman or Superman. But with Cyborg Lee, and you felt, it felt real. It felt genuine. It was clearly well written because this movie, unlike the last one, Tick Shot, um, has fucking character development. Mm-hmm. That's huge in a movie where these characters were not introduced before, just in small little blips in Batman vs Superman. We're getting them fleshed out. There's backstories. Barry's father isn't. I mean, we already know the backstory of the Flash, mm-hmm. being DC fans, but Barry's father is in jail. He works multiple jobs. He, you know, we saw him he was getting the job at the dog walker when he stopped the, uh, when he was able to save Iris. Well, we obviously don't know she's Iris, but we know she's Iris. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for, let's for, be honest. For, from that car accident. Let, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Flash movie, I, I have it up here because at the end yeah, I want to talk yeah, about that was what's in fucking development hell and what's been canceled. Yeah, because that? that movie was supposed to come out three years ago. Um, and it comes out next November. Yeah. So at that, so, yeah. at that point, it would have been delayed for four years. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, we're getting full character development from these other characters. Yeah. Like, even with Arthur. When we talk about Arthur, though, he obviously wants nothing to do with the Atlanteans because they, because of, uh, they, because, you know, his mother, you know, dropped them on the doorstep where obviously we know that wasn't it from Aquaman. But, mm-hmm. but obviously, like, all these characters have their own issues that they're dealing with. And it's been fleshed out. They're not just characters out there and it's like, oh, uh, okay. Because that's what hurt the first movie. Is they're like, oh, there's no character development. 
So you had to know the characters to know the characters. And yeah, you did, but now it definitely, it's spelled out for you. Yeah. What these characters are going through. Mm-hmm. But I, I sort of digress to a point. All right, let me get back into this. The team receives intel from Commissioner Jim Gordon, leading them to Steppenwolf's army and an abandoned facility under Gotham Harbor. Although the group rescues the kidnapped employees, the facility is flooded during combat, which traps the team until Arthur helps delay the flood so they can escape. Victor retrieves the last mother box, which he had hidden, for the group to analyze. He reveals that Silas used a mother box to rebuild his body after a car accident in which Victor's mother was killed. He also reveals that the mother boxes are change machines, which means you can put a dollar in and get four quarters. Mm-hmm. No. That, uh, that unfaltering enforce the will of their master, destroying or restoring life without bias. The group decides to use the mother box to resurrect Superman to help fight off Steppenwolf's invasion. Superman's body is exhumed by Barry and Victor and placed in the amniotic fluid in the Genesis chamber in the Kryptonian scout ship Captain Star Labs, along with the mother box, mother box which Barry activates successfully resurrecting Superman. However, Superman's memories have not returned, and he attacks the group after Victor accidentally launches an attack at him. Lois Lane, who has been regularly visiting Superman's memorial, arrives in time to calm Superman down. Together, they leave for his family home in Smallville, where he regains his memories and reunites with his mother, Martha. That's right, I said that name. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Um, I really want to see more of J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. I hope so. He looks like Commissioner Gordon, even with that fucking bad hairpiece. Mm-hmm. That's a bad hairpiece. Mm-hmm. But he looks, even if he was just wearing a hat and was mm-hmm. bald under it with the mustache, mm-hmm. that's it's like that's, that's the Jim Gordon I want to see smoking a cigarette and bitching about, uh, Sarah wants me to quit. You know, some shit like that. Classic. And uh, Christmas. In the, uh, in, uh, Christmas Jones? Christmas. Not Christmas. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh, cough, bitch. <laughs> uh, but, but Christmas in the uh, Gotham PD. I can't remember his last name, but he's... <coughs> I want to say Christmas Addicts, but that's the guy from the fucking Boston Massacre. Mm-hmm. Way, and way wrong. But he's... But what, what, one of the head detectives at Gotham PD. He's mentioned in the comics several times. Yeah. On, on live action. Christmas uh, Jones. Yeah, yeah, Christmas Jones was in this movie. Nope, she doesn't do movies anymore. She's busy doing fucking housewife shows. I've always wanted to have Christmas and Turkey. That's not this movie. This is a better movie. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Oh my god. That's a cum joke. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> he chose the cum pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the cum pipe. Oh, my oh God. man! Fucking Twitter, man. Twitter was a was a mess on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you must decide: the gay <laughs> pipe, the piss pipe, or the cum pipe. I don't know what any of it means. I don't know either. I retweeted the cum pipe just so that could keep trending. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, I don't want this to ever end. I want this to keep going. Fantastic. Oh, uh, anyway, where were we? You know, we were supposed to you know in in 1989, Back mm. to the Future said we were gonna have flying cars. And then fast forward now, and we're deciding between the gay pipe, the piss pipe, and the cum pipe. Yeah. So, this this is why we don't have flying cars yet, because we have all these social media sites. Yeah. Um, a better fight scene underneath, uh, in the facility underneath Gotham Harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when we saw the, and we saw the uh, <coughs> the clip, and we saw the, and we saw the clip of that on um, I guess Twitter. It was sent to of the start of the fight with. With, with Diana and Steppenwolf. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We're like, this one is mine. She's like, I belong, to, I belong to no one. 
and just a massive. She is so point. perfect She's in that so role. Again, perfect. you simps who think fucking Gina Sim- Carano should fucking be they. Sh- I've actually saw somebody say they should recast Gal Gadot with Gina Carano, and I call them a simp. Because they should recast themselves with nothing and stop mm-hmm. talking. Because she is literally it. perfect for Wonder Woman. Sorry. And she just encapsulates the role. She has fun. She's she she's everything Wonder Woman should be. Mm-hmm. Everything everything the real Diana. And I can't be. wait to see her in Justice League too. Because it's gonna happen. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. They can't see, but I just made the hashtag sign mm-hmm. with my fingers. Mm-hmm. You guys can't see it, but I did it. So trust me. This one too. Yeah. And this. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some string. I'm going to do Cat's Cradle. Okay. <laughs> no one will see it. Toast. Toast. It. Toast. Toast. <laughs> toast. Toast. For red. Well, here I am. <laughs> off the rails. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to us going, off, going completely off the rails. So parademons have... Kidnapped the employees of Star Labs because they had the scent of the mother box on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're trying to get all the information out and they get Silas and... And then, and then Steppenwolf uh, summons the Sod. Sod! The Sod! Gotta come home. Steppenwolf. Gotta come, gotta come home now. I do good things. Come home. So where are we at? We at the team receives intel from Commissioner Gordon? That's where I'm at. Okay. That's where I'm at. It's like a follow along. Yep. <laughs> if you're playing the home game, you're following mm-hmm. along at home. The, yeah, the, the fight scene, and then decides, like, you know, go interrogate them and, you know, maybe, may, maybe fucking bring you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you eat all your vegetables and you're not a prick, you don't try to take the throne again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and such a much as I said, it's a much better fight scene. We don't have that little bullshit where Barry's like, I've never been in a fight. I just push people and, and run No, away. Barry was very much Barry in this movie. Yeah. Um, he was m- very much a... more of a Wally West in... Um, Justice League. Justice League. But not, like barely Wally West. But he was, no, he was, he was not Barry yeah. Allen. In that movie, he was he was very much closer to Barry Allen in this. Very yeah, much when closer. they were uh, when the yeah when, when him and Victor are getting the hostages out, and he's stopping. He's like, oh, "Come on, come, we gotta go, we gotta go." And he stops. He's like, "You okay?" It's like, "I'm fine." And then Cyborg's like, "I've got this. Just go." <laughs> like it's like it's I also like, like I also it's like enough jokes. I also Just like go. when the Paradigm starts shooting him and he was dodging the stuff. That's very much Barry Allen. Yeah. Yeah. And when they and when he gets hostages outside and the debris is falling, mm. and he circles around just knocking all the debris out of the way, like I, I was like, it's like finally we're seeing some of mm-hmm. what the Flash can do. And hey, Barry saves the day. Barry's the hero of this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, I'll think about it. Because if it wasn't for his powers with the Speed Force, mm-hmm. dead. Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse now reducts. Ooh, Stephen Wolf. Love you on Wall Street. Yeah. So then they get back to, I guess they're yeah they're in the back cave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where they talk about the mother box and they want to know how they found this one, and of course it was found in the forties by the Nazis. Mm-hmm. 
because here it is, this mysterious object, and Hitler's just got to go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't say, but word on the street is Indiana Jones is the one that found it. Probably. And brought it back to the U.S. Probably. Because it sat in, you know, I think they call it sat in CIA, or it sat in the Pentagon or whatever for 70 years. Probably right on top of the box that has the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. But it's like, once again, the Nazis trying to fucking take shit and do things with it. And mm-hmm. They don't know. And now we got a little backstory there to Victor as well, as he's telling as he's telling it, then you know, saying how Silas used the box to basically bring Victor back to life and turn him into what he is now, which mm-hmm. is cyborg. Um, which is why he's able to, I guess, follow the box, or he knows, or why he knows so much about it. Yeah. It's because he's made from that box. So all of its history and I guess the memories of the box are within mm-hmm. are within him. And then they're like, and then they're like, you know, we have to resurrect Superman, which this is much better. Which, once again, is obviously something much better than what we got the first time around, where mm-hmm. they were trying to, where they were, where they were debating whether or not to, where to resurrect Superman, and you know, Wonder Woman's like, you know, we, you know, when, when something's gone or whatever, he can't come back. He's like, oh, did Steve Trevor tell you that? Like, I'm glad they cut that bullshit out. Yeah, I'm glad that was all Joss. I'm glad that shit. was all Joss. Of course it was fucking Joss. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then they're exhuming the exhuming Superman's body. And you get that little conversation between Arthur and Diana about how there's, you know, the Amazons and Atlanteans, you know, don't like each other. There's been a feud. But obviously they don't care about that. Mm. Because Arthur doesn't consider himself an Atlantean. Because he doesn't even like his people. Mm. He's, you know, he says, he goes on, he's like, I probably hate Atlanteans as much as you guys do. So, obviously, they're aligning against uh, a few that they really, that they both really don't know too much about. Mm. So, I mean, that, that was nice. Then they're talking about, you know, it's like, oh, we, Barry's like, you know, I could just do this in a nanosecond, but obviously, out of respect for the dead, you know, they, they just don't. And then was it was that fucking scene that you like when they when the when Barry's trying on the different hats? Yeah, he's like, Arthur, I need your help. A, <laughs> no, or B. Let me see A again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get Clark's body into the into the scout ship and you know, they put mm. it in the fucking amnesia. You know, we skipped over the scene where uh, Bruce recruits Barry. Yeah. You just kind of talked over it. Do you want to go back to it? Let's finish it up. Because right. that's, that's a scene that, um, that's one of the first scenes that was ever shown for the movie in uh, at Comic-Con. Yeah. So. Yep. And that scene was basically kept in... There's some um, stuff changed, but the whole bit, brunch yeah. talk. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I didn't mean anything about brunch. It's a stupid your face Joss Whedon I hope you never work again he, and he probably won't he won't because he won't. he's been me too he he's, he's been out. ratioed yeah he's out he's out now good <laughs> know your place trash <laughs> thanks but Victor's hooked up to the scout ship as as he would be and then as the countdown is going on and it hits one and he, he gets that vision uh, which is very close to the visions at which is which is essentially the same premonition that Bruce got in Batman versus Superman, which he basically he sees Wonder Woman on the on the fucking pyre, 
Burston have that vision though. No, Cyborg did. That's that's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But it's basically just apprenticeship things to come, which is what Bruce kind of had with the with the nightmare scenario. What are we still? uh... Yeah, we're on. All right, good, good, good. We're on. I got worried. I was like, "Oh no, we're not fucking. I can't, can't start this over again." Yeah. No, my um, I wasn't paying attention to my laptop. Yeah, and yeah, you know, we see wonder or we see Diana in the funeral lay, lay dead on the funeral pyre, and Dark Side is sitting there watching her burn. So obviously he wiped her out, and then oh. the underwater to and, Atlantis, and then the underworld shot Atlantis, where he's killing Arthur, and then the Omega Beams, the Omega Beams, the through, Omega uh, Beams Volko. Through, through Volko. It's split second, but it's it's Volko. Yeah, you, if you look at the face. Um, in the in the right, obviously lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, by lighting, I mean as long as you're you're you have a good TV. Yeah, you'll notice that it's Willem Dafoe. Yeah, and then of course it's the, the scene in the Batcave. We talked about this on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Superman's holding the skeleton of Lois Lane, mm-hmm. and and Darkseid comes up behind puts and his hand puts on the his shoulder. Hand on his shoulder, and he's still wearing the black suit too. Yeah, so yeah, I mean that's and then and then Cyborg comes back to it and he's like no. And Barry's Gary like, go? go? <laughs> and then Barry takes off, and he uses Speed Force, because obviously the mother box hits before he gets there, mm-hmm. but he uses the Speed Force a little bit there to kind of backtrack time a little bit, mm-hmm. so he actually hits the mother box as it hits Are we going to ignore the fact that Barry phased through a wall? I'm not going to ignore that, yeah. but he 100% phased through that wall. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. then basically knocked himself out. I, I still think we're going to get a Justice League too. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see, we're gonna see Darkseid kill uh, Lois Lane, and we're gonna see a little bit of the nightmare, and then we'll see, have to see them go back in time to, to fix everything. And people say that they're copying off of Endgame by using time travel, even though clearly this has been the fucking plan since 2016, mm-hmm. probably even earlier, honestly. But I digress. So Superman obviously wakes up, and we get that fight at Heroes Park. Mm-hmm. And no, same, and, but, uh, same and, but different. And no pet cemetery references, so mm-hmm. good. <laughs> just makes a just makes a pop culture reference. It has nothing to do with the <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Birdman. Um, yeah, but yeah, the, the fight is basically the same, except he doesn't grab Bruce and go, "Do you bleed?" With a terrible CGI upper lip. Oh, good fucking lord! But he. Sees Lois throughout the fight, and then they go back to Smallville. And Bruce doesn't get up and go, "Yup, something's definitely bleeding." Mm-hmm. Fucking goddamn, that fucking movie. I laughed, I cried. It was Star Wars. DC makes good trailers. Fuck that clown too. Goddamn, ugh, he, he fucking joke. Mm-hmm. He also apparently bitched that Avatar got re-released and beat, and and uh, and now has the higher box office total than Endgame. Mm-hmm. He's like, can we release Endgame several other times so he gets it back? It's like, you're such a bitch. For someone who knows so much about comic books, he knows absolutely nothing about the fucking characters. Yeah. Married a fucking blonde woman so he can uh, so he can act out his fucking Harley Quinn fantasies. I fucking said it. I fucking said it. Is that you, true? You fucking sim cut. Look at him. The only fucking character who knows anything about is fucking Harley Quinn. In his house, he had nothing but fucking Harley Quinn busted statues all over the place. And then marries a, and then marries a blonde? Fuck out of here, dude. Who dressed up as fucking Harley Quinn? Come on. One on one makes two. I don't give a shit. I don't listen to this. Fuck that clown. Bitch. Well, he ain't getting the information because I blocked him on every social media account like <laughs> three years ago. Four years ago. I hated that fucking guy. Pat. I said it. Joker. Fucking. Joker. 
Anyway. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at Acme Acres. Meanwhile, on the Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom, there's a fucking sleeping cat next to me, and there's a spinny chair. Ugh, look at me. Uh-huh. Look at me. Uh-huh. Steppenwolf attacks Star Labs and retrieves the last mother box, though Silas manages to supercharge the box with laser heat at the cost of his own life, allowing Victor to deduce its location by tracing the residual heat. Without Superman, the five heroes travel to where Steppenwolf aims to unite the mother boxes, which is which is Chernobyl. Obviously, oh. they don't mention it by name, but they say a nuclear accident thirty years ago. Well, yeah, it's Chernobyl. It's it's Chernobyl. You, <laughs> the timetable tells me it's mm-hmm. Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, excuse me. The team fights their way through the parademons to reach the mother boxes, but cannot distract Steppenwolf enough for Victor to separate the mother boxes. Superman arrives and overpowers Steppenwolf, but the boxes merge to form the Unity, causing a massive explosion. Barry enters the Speed Force and reverses time, allowing Superman and Victor to separate the mother boxes. Arthur stabs Steppenwolf, and Diana decapitates (coughs) him, throwing his body through a portal to Darkseid's planet, Apocalypse. Darkseid assures his servant to Sod he will return to Earth to complete his quest for the anti-life equation. Rid of the Armada. Now, also before this, and they didn't mention it, is when... After he gets the second box and he puts it in that little, that, uh, like monolith, yeah, uh, thing, and he's sitting and he's, you know, the the boxes are, you know, like trilling and making all types of noise. And he goes, "Oh, show me!" And then he gets, I I don't say transported, but he sees like a vision of him at the same place where the first battle took place. And then he's like, it's here. And then he slams the axe in the ground and the fucking Omega symbol appears on the ground where it was the first time. Mm-hmm. It's like that, I, you know, he found the anti-life equation. It's on Earth. It's on mm-hmm. the planet that... that I know some, some people are like, around. well, how did Darkseid just forget about it? It's just like, well, uh, they probably didn't know... They probably didn't know the anti-life equation was there. Well, Darkseid did. Because they they showed at the beginning of the bat the, the yeah. battle, but they probably didn't know at first that Steppenwolf was on Earth. Yeah, you know, because those mother boxes could have gone anywhere, or they probably in didn't, or they fucking five thousand years, or they also probably didn't realize that they were on Earth when they saw the mother box. Because I mean, it was like I said, it was five thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Yeah, they might not even. Yeah. They might not know what planet they were. I mean, he's. I mean, we, just I mean, I mean, we know Darkseid has turned a hundred thousand planets to dust. I mean. That's a lot of that's a lot of fucking planets. Yeah. To remember where one thing, you know, basically to, to remember where that was, mm-hmm. especially and he was young at the time. He, was, he didn't have his Omega power. No, yet. this is before the the uh, the Omega power. Yeah. So he didn't have any of that yet. Yeah, he was just a conqueror. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and he sees that that's where that's when he calls. Also, Darkseid, that's when he calls Darkseid. He's like, I found the answer. And then you know, and then the Parademons flying, and they all kneel. Mm-hmm. And then and Dark, he's like, what? And then, and, 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 and then Dark Side emerges, and it's fucking glorious. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, Steppenwolf. I believe, what? I believe <laughs> in the comics, I don't know if this is every iteration or just a few, I believe when Dark Side gets the Omega, gets the Omega powers, he loses his memory. Hmm. Hmm. I could be wrong, but I definitely remember hearing a, a YouTube video about someone explaining that well like you know like, but in order to get these powers it, it cost him his memory or something wow. like that yeah yeah Fanta- I yeah fantastic. Oh, i can't remember again i like i mean yeah. 
Listen, Darkseid is always looming in the DC mm-hmm. comics, but he's he outside of the Darkseid War, he was he's not like he's just always looming. I mean, hell, I can't remember where something was that I found fucking ten years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking ten minutes ago. Yeah, Did you expect him to remember where he fucking accidentally fucking found the fucking the antelope equation five thousand years ago? Yeah. Like, like after t- yeah. turning one hundred thousand planets to, to dust. dust. Ray Porter, man, epic. Oof, epic. Also had a cameo in this movie. Yeah, he was one of the, one of the, one, one of the human humans who uh, created the box that mm-hmm. the that the mother box of man went in. Well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, shit, who you I got? Don't know where I am? Who you got? Nope, there I am. Okay. Um. Yeah, when uh, he goes to get the mother box, but Silas has taken it back into Star Labs, and. Super hates it, which one? Because you, you, I think it was thought that he was trying to destroy it, mm. but then after Silas dies inside the little thing where the um, where the mud box was as it's being heated, and then Victor goes in, he goes, no, it's like he, it's like it's like he knew he knew what was happening, so he superheated the box that way we could find it, and then Bruce says, yeah, we'll find my satellite. Mm. Barry's like, you have a satellite? He's like, I have six. I have six. It's like, and then but like every time Bruce says something like he has something, Barry's just like. Like he's blown away by it. It's like he's like the richest man on earth. Yeah. You don't think it... <laughs> like this is this is Elon Musk, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Um, and the fight is much better this time around in Chernobyl, and, and it's Absolutely. not. And Bruce isn't on a fucking suicide mission. Yeah, it's as it, as it was. And who doesn't? I listen. I told you when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I, I fell asleep for about 10 minutes. Because, again, I just, I'm just i so exhausted for not sleeping the past few days. From life. And um, what, I didn't sleep, barely slept Wednesday night. Barely slept Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I um, I said when they were coming up in, to go into the Flying Fox. Yeah. And that whole scene it just gives me chills. Oh, and yeah, well, it's, when, like, it's like, how do you know he'll show up, Master? Yeah, and Alphys, and like, <laughs> Bruce is faith, like, Faith out. Faith out. Faith Faith. And it's just like the, the whole thing, them coming up out of the fucking, you know, the, out of and, the and, 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 and Bruce has been redeemed mm-hmm. from, as you said, from Batman vs Superman, mm-hmm. where he was, you know, jaded. He's he been around for 20 hero. years. Like he's, he's risen again. He's Batman again, yeah. essentially like mm-hmm. the Batman. He always wanted to be or, or was, or, or, or used to be, you know, 20 years prior to the events of the movie mm-hmm. or, or even 10 years. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it, he started doing it 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or, or what have you, but you know he. But the but the the one scene I did like from the Justice version is is when the flying fox goes down, and then he immediately comes out with the Batmobile. I did like that. I thought that was a cool shot. But this was much better. Yeah, I mean, where he where he went down the plane, <laughs> and then he's just like telling people where he's just telling them it's like no, just stick to the plan. Like I'll lure them away. How are we gonna lure them away? It's like I said, stick to the plan. Mm-hmm. And then the Parademons break into the flying fox and, and he then, fucking obliterates and just the headlights come on to the batmobile and he just mows them down with with gunfire mm-hmm. amazing and it doesn't have that stupid fucking screech siren that that, that damn siren that records like oh they're coming for the fear like i'm glad that whole thing is just was well, the whole opening in the movie was different yeah yeah i actually forgot about that opening where uh where he caught the burglar and as a use his fear to attract a parody. Like, I'm glad all I'm glad that was just not a fucking thing mm-hmm. in Zach's version. Cause I'm sure Zach probably heard about that. And it was just like, fucking what? 
That's yeah, well, he hasn't seen the movie. Yeah, because they won't. Yeah, because Christopher Nolan will let him see the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. You're you're fine. You don't need to see this. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I'm the captain. And Barry's <laughs> going to night. Like, um, Victor cannot get into the Unity with his own power. So mm-hmm. he needs to be supercharged, which is what Barry is doing. So Barry's basically just circling the battlefield, running to gain up, to, 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 to get up enough of a charge so he can touch Vic and give Vic the added boost that he needs to get into the Unity and do what he's got to do. Or, or prevent the unity from happening. Mm-hmm. Which he obviously does, but not before <coughs> the unity forms because Barry gets shot by one of the parademons who, that guy got employee of the month. Yes, he did. And then got shot in the fucking head by mm-hmm. Batman. Um, and the unity happens and you see the explosion and then it's just, it cuts to Barry and he's like, all right, I got to do this. You got to go faster than speed light. You got to go mm-hmm. faster than you could pull. You got to break... You, you got to break your rule, Barry. You got to break your rule, which um, obviously is probably the time travel rule. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, don't do not do this, Barry. Don't do this. But he does it anyway. And as you said, he saves the day mm-hmm. because the time goes backwards mm-hmm. and he's able to. Well, because en- once it happens, he enters the speed force. Yeah. You know, and then he heals. And then that fucking music, that score that starts. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucking amazing. I absolutely fucking love it. I also really enjoy it as 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 far as scores go in the movie. I mean, it's 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 a forty track soundtrack. Yeah, forty three tracks. Forty three tracks or forty four tracks, something like that. But, but it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Sorry, I, Danny Elfman. Yeah. No. No, no respect. I mean, he I, he no. didn't have he didn't have much to work with. He no, but the, I as I've said before and I've said on some posts, I didn't need to hear John Williams' Batman uh, Superman theme mm. and Elfman's Batman theme. Leave them to. Those movies. Those movies. This yeah. is, you know, I didn't need to. It, it, it took me out, actually. Right. It took me out of the film. It's it's nice for nostalgia, but. You know, I, I don't need to. Hear. But, we do, but we don't need it. What the fuck? This guy. Yeah. Whatever. He's uh, stuck? Probably. No, he's not. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, there was a one day he was scratching into it and he just slid on the floor and dragged himself closer because he's a fucking dope. Idiot. Yeah. But um, no, I, I love that. And when Barry, you know, he uses the, t- the speed force to turn back time to save the day. It's beautiful. Oh, beautiful man. scene. Oh, man. It's great. Anybody who doesn't like that. I mean, I, it's hard for me to not make that my favorite scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know? Also, I mean, who didn't love Superman's return? When he shows up right as he's waiting, he is not impressed. Not impressed. And then, just, he, and, then he, and then he blows he, these, uh, his fucking ice breath on mm-hmm. the axe. Which, when, we, when I first watched it, I looked at it. I'm like, is he blowing the axe a kiss? Like this is it's like it's like that's the that's the ultimate power move. Like oh, this is your toy, it's cute. Like I was like I was like that's 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 big dick energy is what mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. But he blew his ice breath on it and shattered it, which amazing. And then and then him, Diana, and he Arthur just, just body him. Yeah, and then like and then and then Superman straight. just continues to pummel him. Yeah, Blow, he, uh, burning off one of his horns. Burning off one of his fucking horns, just maiming him. It's like, damn, you have to go that hard. Yeah, <laughs> this guy just wants to go home, Superman. Yeah, this is what this is what you get for wanting to go home, mm-hmm. you bitch. Oh man, it's just why he just beat the holy shit out of Steppenwolf. Fantastic, mm-hmm. but then that portal opens. There it is, and we see Apocalypse. And Darkseid's doing his everything's all right pose. Mm-hmm. 
not with the hands behind his back. With the hands with the hands behind his back, like, the, like that vintage dark side. Like this is just how I stand. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he turns around. He, he should turn around and be like, oh, hello. Didn't know you guys were there. I hope if we, if and when we get Zach's finished vision, at some point I want to see him levitate with his hands behind his back. And, and hover like he does. I think we'll get that. You know what I, I mean? We'll yeah. Like people be like, that looks stupid. It's like, go fucking read a comic. Or go, 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 go read go. it and anima- watch an anime <laughs> film. Go read a comic. Go watch fucking Superman, the animated series. Go watch Justice League. Like, just go, go watch every piece of media where he does that because that's his move. That's mm-hmm. his thing. Or because, because there's somebody who was, who was trying to dog it on fucking Facebook or whatever. It's like, oh, you just... He shoots his, he shoots zigzaggy eye beams and and hover floats. It's like, what type of argument are you trying to make? Because Thanos can't do any of that if that's if that's supposed to be your comparison. Thanos is also wor- completely worthless without the power glove. Yeah, he's just the, a, uh, what's the, a Titan yeah. compared to a god? Infinity glove, the yeah. gauntlet. What like what's a Titan compared to a god? Yeah, when people are saying, oh, who went to fight Dark Side or Thanos? It's like, well, Thanos needs the glove, and he needs to be in his universe for mm-hmm. it to work. And that might not even help him win. Because yeah. he, Darkseid is an actual god. Yeah. Forget the fucking anti-life equation. He's got the fucking omega powers, and he's a god. Mm-hmm. And then just give him the anti-life equation just to be like, you know what, let's see what happens. And that's like, oh, that's interesting, you're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Wow. I guess that's what happens when you use the anti-life equation against a titan. Yeah. Besides, people, everybody else on fucking Thanos' planet looks like him. They're all fucking titans. On that planet, are they not? No, he was a he was a deformity. Oh, was he? Because they don't mention that in the movie. It's in the comics, though. Oh yeah, yeah. But either either way, it's like he still needs the glove. Mm-hmm. I mean, although I do like Thanos in Endgame. I do. I, I like I like I, Than- I, I'm, I, I like Thanos. I like Thanos in Endgame when he was just when he had n- when he was conquer. We didn't have the glove. Yeah, and he and you just saw what he could do in a fight, and he mm-hmm. you know is. Just chips away at fucking cap shield and bodies them for. Sure, I mean, I listen. I love Thanos but, as a villain. I mean, I got him tattooed on my fucking, you know, my upper, my upper arm. But I mean, he's just he's nothing compared but to you can't Darkseid. Compare the two. And Darkseid's actually my next tattoo. I just I'm not sure if I want to get it on my forearm because I feel like I can maximize the space with Darkseid or get it up here between in these two and kind of start to cover up the Phillies. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided yet, but we're doing yeah. Darkseid for sure. Yeah. But it's you. You cannot compare the two. But then the portal closes up and decides just like I told you, Steppenwolf would fail. And yes, Darkseid's like, "Yeah, you did." I, I'm surprised he didn't just pull five bucks out. Like, "Yeah, you win five bucks." Yeah, we skipped over them killing him. Yeah, I just remembered that. Yeah, but Arthur stabs him with the fucking trident, lifts him over his head. Superman punches him off the trident through the portal, and as he's flying through, Diana decapitates him. Mm. And then his head rolls in front of Darkseid, who stops it with his foot and then just crushes it the rest of the way. So he obviously wasn't impressed. Mm. And then he decides, like, well, well, now how do we get the anti-life equation? Ready, he's like, we're ready, ready the, the armada. armada. We'll try the old, do this the old we'll ways. We'll do this the old ways. Do this the old ways. Sometimes the old ways are the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck was that from? Skyfall. Yes. Sorry. You know, I was, th- I was thinking, I'm like, M- I know what that's from. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I did 
then he looked right through the double sided glass, like right where she was. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's like, how did he know? Like, he knew. He knew. After the battle, Bruce Diana and Alfred Pennyworth agree to set up a base of operations at the former Wayne Manor with room for more members. As the team establishes, Diana receives another message from the Amazons. Barry acquires a job in Central City's police department, which impresses his father, Henry. Victor is inspired by a message from his father to use his abilities for good. Arthur bids farewell to Mara and his mentor, Volkos, I can't pronounce his first name, as he goes to see his father. Superman resumes his life as reporter Clark Kent and protector of Earth. um, Nudist. Nudist. And Bruce gets the Kent's house back for the bank. Do you know how he did that? Bought the bank. Bought, bought the bank. I feel like that was just a playful joke where he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I just paid off the bills, but it's like, yeah. I bought he the probably bank. did like, buy the bank, I bought though. the bank. He probably did buy the bank. Yeah. And like probably I said the to first you, bank of fucking Smallville. Only five farmers have fucking money in it. Like I said to you, <laughs> Lois is carrying a... Uh, a, a, a bassinet. A bassinet. Or, or uh, like a... Something like that. A, a baby, basket. A, ba- a baby basket yeah. into the house. And there was also... Um, the pregnancy test in her drawer. Zach did confirm, I guess it was on that Twitch stream I was watching a little mm-hmm. bit of, that she was pregnant. Somebody commented on it and was just like, you couldn't tell that in a four-hour movie? It was like, he didn't, not everything needs to be explained. There's a box of pregnancy tests. You have to watch the movie. There's a box of pregnancy tests in her drawer that they showed, excuse me, they showed twice. Yeah. And then she was carrying in a baby, you know, a, a bonnet, bassinet, whatever yeah. it is. Clearly she's pregnant. Yeah. Clearly. And we'll find out in the sequel, if it's Clark's or Bruce's. It's probably I, Clark's. Cause I, yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going to go the route of it being Bruce's kid. We didn't have any scenes of Bruce with just with Lois. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, um, it is. Oh, so all the shit that fucking Bruce uh, Bruce talked on Clark Kent. You think Lois is just going to be like, yeah? Can you fucking stick me? <laughs> Plus, there's only six weeks to two movies. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's she's mourning the death of the man she loves. She's not going to immediately go hop on the billionaire's dick. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think things were rewritten, um, and I, I don't think it's going to be Bruce's kid. Um, which I was fine with it being Bruce's kid if there was like a time jump between Justice League One and BVS, maybe like mm-hmm. a year. I could understand it, you know. Maybe they, you know, they're he was guilty. She was vulnerable and sad, and they just had like fucking guilt sex, moment, pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was just a moment of a vulnerability. Probably and... rough and fucking <clears throat> and athletic because Bruce I is think, fucking Batman. I think uh, I lift her up over his fucking head and slam her down on his dick. I do think we're gonna see the death of Ben Affleck's Batman mm-hmm. in, in Zach's movies because I because I I like I keep saying I think we're gonna I think they're gonna let Zach finish his his, his stuff out. I really mm-hmm. do. he says he wants to do it. It's it, it's up to Warner Brothers, Warner Media, it's up to them. He wants to do it, and the fans want, and we're and we're vocal now, and we're loud, and we're proud, and we're you know, stuff like that, you know, ha ha. But um, we're loud, I think we're proud, and we're not going anywhere. <clears throat> I think the the woman that he loves, that he's gonna, you know, because that was the whole mm-hmm. thing that he would sacrifice himself for the women. I think it's gonna be Diana. Probably. Yeah, especially they had that little floor today. Yeah, you can see there's touch the mess. Like, oh, you can. Uh, we, you can we see don't know there's. How to, we, we we don't know how to. Uh, you can see thing. there's a little something between them. Not that they had sex, but you can see there's a little toing and throwing between yeah. them. They yeah. they have a thing for each other, and Clearly. I think I think that what that'll, that'll happen in in um in uh, three or or two in, in future. Ag- again, like I said, 
it is. You don't need to, and you don't need to outwardly like show a scene. Or no, no, no. It can no. be like a playful little like you know, mm-hmm. they're just getting coffee, and it's just like a. Yeah. Like a little wink. Or not even that. Maybe like, like an, maybe like an eyebrow raise, like, eh, eh, you see mm-hmm. the cream in here? Remind you anything? Or you can do the, you can kind of do the cliche thing that like he knows he has to sacrifice himself and he just yeah. tells her he loves her, you know? Or maybe he, or, believe you. you know, something like that, you yeah. know? It doesn't have to be, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for her though. If she hey, loved him back, the only yeah. two men she's ever loved in her life have died in front of her. <laughs> That's suck for her. That's what she gets. It's like, uh, may, may, maybe go lesbian now with one of the Amazons with Themyscira. I mean, listen, Diana's bisexual in the comics. Yeah, She's been bisexual be loving, for, for a long time. Yeah, stop loving men because we die early. Stop <laughs> loving us. We do stupid shit like sacrifice ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do stupid shit like 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 putting up, like dressing up like a bat. Yeah. <laughs> Beating the shit out of clowns. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he cut that out of the movie. Dressed like a bat. I dig it. Maybe that wasn't his. No, it was. That it was, was in the original trailer. Yeah. So I'm surprised he cut that out. He probably... He, there was probably things he cut out because he just wanted to distance himself yeah. from the weed and cut, you know. I mean, it, they, he, it really he, wouldn't have fit in with. He it, claims so. that he has a that it, he claims there's actually a director's cut of this movie. He says there's a five hour version. Come on, it's like, come right. on, Zach. <laughs> Stop teasing us now. At this point, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was like, oh, I shot like five hours of stuff. It's like, what the fuck, dude. <laughs> It's like, where'd you get this extra hour from? He's like, oh, I shot it the other day. It's like, what the <laughs> hell, man? Lex Luthor, who escaped Arkham Asylum, is visited by Slade Wilson. Not Wade Wilson. Slade Wilson. The original. The original. The best. Whom Luther reveals ba- to whom Luther reveals Batman's secret identity. After having a dream involving Victor, Barry, Mara, Slade Wilson, the Joker, and an evil suitmate in a post-apocalyptic world, Batman receives a visit from the Martian Manhunter, who previously visited Lois disguised as Martha. And we see, we gloss over that because they didn't mention it because I knew they were going to mention it here. Mm. That's why I didn't okay. say it. He thanks Bruce for assembling the team before saying they will be in contact in preparation for Darkseid's next plans. So, anyone who listened to the last podcast episode we did, mm. where we talked about the the original plans for Justice League Two and Two A, as it was a uh, as it was revealed at that expo in in Dallas. Um, listen, man, I'm getting my stimulus check on Wednesday. I'm thinking about fucking flying down there. Yeah. I'm fucking thinking about it, man. Do like just just do like an overnight trip, mm-hmm. just to see that exhibit. I'm I fucking. Th- yeah. I could probably only i I could probably do it for a couple hundred bucks, honestly. Probably. I could probably get a, a round trip ticket for like a hundred dollars yeah. a hotel for cheap. You know. But Lex I could break, probably do it. But Lex breaking out of this. Lex breaking the asylum, that was from the original, but instead of him being like, oh, I should probably get my around, he does the, uh, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, you want to kill Batman, I've got something that can help you. Mm-hmm. His name is Bruce Wayne. And then Deathstroke's, ah, oh, we are celebrating, and then grabs the, the, uh, the glass, glass. The, the, the glass with no fucking wine in it. Yeah. Um, I know people are like, well, some people say, why does he know who, how Bruce, why does... I, it's like people didn't watch BVS. You have to watch BVS. He, he, he always cle- knew that. <laughs> he clearly knew, knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman and Clark Kent is Superman. Yeah. He clearly found, figured that out in, in BVS, mm-hmm. if not before that. It's not even like Lex Luthor has to be, where, like, he has to be told. Like, along, He's Lex Luthor. Along with Lex Luthor being 
like one of the most powerful men in the world when it comes you know, shrewd businessman. He's also has genius level intellect. He mm-hmm. can figure things out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take a genius to figure out, hey, there's a lot of a lot of fancy gadgets that Batman has. It's possible that he has some billionaire contacts or is one. And then just puts fucking two and two together. Yeah. Bruce has a very has a has a very <clears throat> like non existent fucking private life. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, is, he can just go to Wayman. Hey, is Bruce here? Oh, no, he's out for the night. Oh, is he Batman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, he's Batman. Is he Batman? Is he Batman? He's Batman. So let's talk about this nightmare sequence. Okay, I'm a fan of the nightmare eh, sequence. fucking whatever. It was just there. Let's, let's gloss over it. No! Oh, let's not gloss over it. My Listen, nightmare would be if we did. I... I love the nightmare sequence in both movies. I this is But as I was as I was saying before I went on my fucking tear, anyone who listened to our podcast last week sees this and it's like shit, that's what they were talking about. This is exactly what we're talking about. Obviously it's different mm-hmm. because in the original version it was Deadshot and Green Lantern. This time it's Deathstroke and the Joker. Mm-hmm. So um so so obviously some changes, but it's basically Everything that you said from the from the storyboards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was digging. Um, it. Now there there's a lot of people questioning what exactly the nightmare sequences are. Mm-hmm. Are they dreams? Is Bruce actually seeing the future? Um, I actually kind of like we uh, our a friend of ours, Arden, text us. Mm-hmm. Um, her interpretation that it was actually Bruce having a dream, and that was he was doing that subconsciously. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting take on it. Yeah. You know, because he, he probably has a lot of guilt about things, you know, Robin dying and stuff like that. It's an interesting take on things. I personally believe that he has seen the future in his dreams. It's what he, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, if you paid attention, this nightmare sequence takes place before the one in BVS. Yes. Because he does not have the Joker card taped to his gun in this scene. He does, however, in BVS, and Zack Snyder is not going to overlook something like that. Mm-hmm. So, this is clearly how he got that Joker card. Yeah, that he ended up taping yeah. to the buttstock of his of his of his. Uh, I don't know what kind of rifle he's carrying, but his the, it, it, it's a back gun. Okay. <laughs> um. So this one is this one takes place before that one, so they're clearly trying to hide somewhere because. And then at some point, Bruce is going to attempt to get um, kryptonite. kryptonite and stuff like that. Now, I heard I heard an interesting theory from one of the cosplayers I follow uh, on, on a stream last night. And she said she thinks the nightmare sequences are, are different realities where uh, they keep failing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of interesting because... Well, Joker does say how many, how many timelines do you have to create to... Or do you have to make to keep fixing the mistakes that you've made? Mm. Um, well, because I mean, it's it, it's obviously heavily implied that Batman is killed in the time in the nightmare sequence in BVS, mm. uh, and you can assume that they are probably wiped out here. Um, if you wanted to make those assumptions, so um, that's an interesting theory. I mean, I think. You know? I mean, I think he's. I think he is seeing forms of the future, is what he is. He's there are definitely premonitions, and clearly premonitions can change. Yeah. Stuff can change, but he is seeing what the future is going to be like. I think someone is showing him the future. You think so? Through, through dreams. I don't know who it would be, but I think somewhere he's 
someone has figured him out and is just letting it and just saying, Hey, this is coming. Mm-hmm. You need to, you need well, to do something. The issue with but that I is, but I don't know who that we even, who that, who that would even be. Now the issue with that is, and which is possible, but the issue with that is we know from Zach's original plan that that is not it. Right. There is never any, um, there's never any inclination that there's like a Dr. Fate hanging around yeah. or, you know, a Cersei or Zatanna or a Eclipso. There's nobody yeah. with any type of magic ability that's hanging around, even though technically Diana can wield magic, but, right. um, I mean, we know that from the original, I mean, we, we know that from the original storyboards, but. Who's to say that mm-hmm. he wasn't going to just throw that in there anyway? I mean, this very well could be the work of Doctor Fate, I mean, seeing the future. It's possible, and he knows that he can't, and he knows that he can't stop I mean, it. Or, listen, or they, he could or it's always Doctor Strange. Fuck it, he He's could cross some. It's Mephisto. <laughs> Mephisto. Um, <laughs> it could be like I said. They could always bring in the fact that Bruce has some sort of not superpower, but. Um, the you know subconsciously see the future mm-hmm. through inth metal, which is a yeah. massive part of um, the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, parts of Gotham are built out of inth metal. It was uh, talked about in the Dark Knights. That was the whole part. That was the whole thing of Dark Knights Metal. Was that um, Bruce? What was it? Fuck um, Bruce because he had been exposed to inth metal for his whole life. It gave him the ability to like travel into the dark world i i can't remember off the top of my head but it was something along the lines with the multiverse and it gave him this ability to be able to do something you'd always say that but <clears throat> he's clearly seeing a premonition yeah um and obviously they're not going to pay off that way because <clears throat> i don't if he, if zach is given the opportunity to do uh, the rest of his story the nightmares the nightmare future as we'll call it it's probably just going to be them going to the treadmill so Barry can travel back in time to tell Bruce, hey, Lois is the key. So, you know, he can prevent her from dying and, and to cut off the chain reaction to the, the dystopian future. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you're going to see a lot of them. And it, fuck, it might not even be this team. Yeah. You know, that could be the it could be the even crazier thing. It'll be Barry and Cyborg. Mm-hmm. But those other three could absolutely just... Yeah, change out he could just be seeing different people with him each dream mm-hmm. i'd be shocked if it wasn't the rest of that team though you know mira or you know mara i'm sorry mm-hmm. um deathstroke and the joker i think that'd be really cool to see them have to work together um you know, it'd be interesting to see what gets him to work with the joker yeah that's what i'm saying like that and i i honestly think that's where zach is gonna go i think that's part of the he said he's like just he's a he did say just in case i'm not able to finish my vision I can at least say that I put the Joker and Batman face to face in my movie. Yeah. Like I gave, I gave the fans that we we did that justice. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think he'd probably carry that on, yeah. and I think Jared Leto would want to do it again because he's he would want to. I mean, people are raving yeah. about this performance by him. Now, I mean, people are saying, like I said this to you, um, people are saying this might be the best confrontation between the Joker and Batman yeah. ever in cinematic history. It's hard to top that 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 um. The interrogation, uh, the interrogation room, but this is this is damn close, if not better. It's hard to top that you want to get nuts scene from, uh, <laughs> from Batman eighty nine. But but this is, I mean, this is this is a fantastic scene. But yeah, I want to, and I, I want to, dude, that's about it. I will fucking. And kill I want to talk about that. I want to talk yeah. about just the back and forth between Batman and Joker, mm-hmm. 
and it was just and like, how he deliberately kind of filmed it with the blurry stuff of that because yeah. he wanted to make this uneasy. Yeah, like this is two pe- men that fucking despise each other, and you know and he's like, oh, you're not kill me. It's like I'm your best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, which it's, the Joker always does in the comics. He's yeah, always like, you'll never kill me, Bruce. Like, yeah, it's like everybody. He's like, oh, what, Bruce? Kill me? And like, mm-hmm. obviously he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a mother father but joker kind of always did know your adopted son's like choose your next words very carefully like that's not very careful it's like you want to talk about people dying in the arms when harley quinn was lying bleeding dying in my arms she made me promise that when i kill you and make no mistake i will fucking kill you Mm. that i do it slow like i said i think it's it was just like i mean yeah like we knew he was they said that he was going to say fuck in the movie we didn't know where it was we didn't well there was i think three yeah, three we, fucks in the movie, and we didn't get it, and we didn't get it um, from him at all until this scene. Then I was like, oh my god, that's where it is. Mm. Um, like I said to you, I would love to see the a form of this nightmare future. They're trying to get to the cosmic treadmill. You know, obviously, Mira and Deathstroke would probably die uh, in in the nightmare sequence. Because uh, that's what happened to Death to, to Mira and Deadshot. They both were killed by Superman. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be really cool if we see Bat- that Lantern got his arm ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> or it was it blown off yeah. because he overloaded the ring. Yeah. I think it would be really cool if we got to see Batman kill the Joker. Yeah. You know. Well, as I said to you, I don't want to see it in some blurry fucking background shot. As you said, you know, it just shows Barry on the treadmill, and then just him rip up the card and shoot and shoot Joker. I would like I said I want to see it where it's. Where it's where it's just down to Barry and Joker and Batman inside the inside the Batcave, which mm. I'm assuming is where the Cosmic Treadmill will be. I believe so, yeah. And Barry on the treadmill, and then just have it be Superman and Batman and Joker just kind of going at each other, and then Superman's getting ready to kill Joker, and then Batman just rips up the card and kills Joker before Superman gets the chance. Kind of be like, like fuck you, that's my kill. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's mine. You don't get that. That's mine. And then you, you know, then lead to the, you know, like, like him with the with the kryptonite spear and all mm. that shit. So, but so I think that'd be interesting. Or just, who knows? And obviously, the the this Joker, I mean, we'll look at him. He's got all this fucking badges around his neck. So I can't help but wonder, like, when they found the Joker, was he inside the GCPD, like like tearing his way out or yeah. trying to fight his way out? And every time he killed a parademon, he just took a badge and put it over his fucking neck. And considering how Harley Quinn told Batman, hey, when you kill the Joker, make sure it's slow. I'm assuming Joker probably used her as some sort of fucking human shield. Maybe. And she's like, he's like, oh, her first. (laughs) Typical Joker fashion. I don't know. Listen, um, I don't want to get our hopes up. Because we, we... but all this, Warner, Warner Warner Brothers Brothers all this is, is doing, it's it's getting it's getting the fans thinking. Yeah. It's getting us craving more. We want more. You, j- it's been like we've been in the desert for forty years, mm, and you gave us a sip of and, water, and you gave us you and you gave us a bottle of Poland Spring. It's like ah, oh, thank God, this four hour bottle of water. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, well, shit. Like I need more if I'm going to get to the oasis. And listen, we're not so. I, I look, we both would love to see Zach, like, you know, produce a Batman show with Ben and. I, I personally want to see him be hands-on with Wonder Woman 3. But I think a lot of the fans need to temper expectations. Mm-hmm. And we need to be realistic with what we want. Do you want Zack to do Man of Steel 2? 
which he was never going to do in the first place? Do you want Zack to do Wonder Woman 3 or Cyborg? Or do you want him to finish his vision? Whether that's another another one Justice League movie. Cause like I said, I mean, I'm going to talk about it in a few minutes because I want to talk about the stuff that's been canceled or that's just in developmental hell since they announced all these movies. Um, it, it's, you know, it's been basically assumed that he rewrote Justice League 2 and 3 into Justice League 2. It was just one movie. So... I've got one more thing to jump on here before we act, before we finish up this actual review for the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's Martian Manhunter. Yes. Uh, showing up outside Bruce's house. By the way, yeah. like how Bruce has the automatic door. It's a glass door, but it's still fucking automatic. Yeah. Like, Bruce Wayne, he's not going to open the door. Come on, Elon. <clears throat> Every, not everything has to be fucking automatic. Yeah. You can use your hand and open the door. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Martian Manhunter's out there, and it's... And Harry Lennox's voice sounds very fucking much like Martian Manhunter. Yes. Like, that's like, like, he sounds like how he sounds on Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's not, even, he, it's not he, even trying. That's his regular that's voice. That's because he did the voice in the show. No, he did not. Yes, he did. No, he did not. Yeah, he I did. know he didn't. Yeah, he did. It yeah. was, uh... It was Carlos yeah, Manhunter. Not Carl Lewis. It was Carl something, but it wasn't Carl Lewis. Carlos Manrod. It wasn't Carlos... <laughs> Car, Car, Carlos Spicy Wiener. It's <laughs> a name I've heard in a long time. <laughs> dude, dude Manrod. <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in That's a long time. A name I haven't heard in a long time. Do you know Carlos Spicy Wiener? No. Of course I know. <laughs> He's me. <laughs> Fucking insane! <laughs> Good lord, this went off the fucking deep end. But, no, I I would lo- I'm Carl Lumley. That was who played him on the show. Yeah, not Carlos Spicy. <laughs> Carlos Danger. Carlos Danger. <laughs> Dude, Manrod. Um, no, I, I and both Manhunter scenes. Yeah. were fantastic. Which and I'm 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 disappointed that. They showed us Lois, or not Lois, but they showed us Martha with the red eyes in the one trailer. Right. Because, as you pointed out, who has red eyes and can shapeshift? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, shit. But, I mean, he transformed into Manhunter right after that, and then back into Swanwick to show Swanwick has been Manhunter the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or Manhunter has been Swanwick. Which is always a theory. Yeah. And then, that obviously, was, was going to be confirmed was in the movie. Confirmed, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I know... We, we need you, Lois. Because mm. obviously he knows that Lois is the key to Superman. Mm. So basically, if he doesn't visit her as Martha and say that you need to get back out there, she's not in Heroes Park when he wakes up. Yeah. So. It's true. Yeah. Um, so, so Manhunter knows. Mm. Because he, he knows. Because he can he read can the revise. fucking mind. Yeah. Which is probably why he went to Bruce. Because he can read his mind and he knows Bruce has been having those dreams. Mm-hmm. Excuse me while I blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Which is probably why he went to Bruce and not to anybody else. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, Darkseid is planning attack. Mm. It's like, you know, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. And we need to, like, we need to form. Um, and as I was, uh, I was saying. I've, I've been known as the Martian Manhunter. And that flies away. I was hoping he would say, like, uh, I was actually hoping he would say, he, he's like, oh, but people call me John Johns. John Jones. Jones, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, like, you know me better as Swanwick, and then does that. It's like, it's like, General! What? <laughs> he's like, but, oh. He's some, like, some people call me Carlos Spicy Weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, that's,
that's the review of Zack yeah. Snyder's Justice League. Do I even bother asking out of 10? Because we both think this is a visual fucking 20. masterpiece. 20 out of 10. 20? It's awful low. I get 35. 100. This is a perfect fucking film. And this, I've said it before. I've said it on my, I, I put it on my Instagram. Uh, I apologize. We've been kind of silent on the multiverse page since the movie launched. I had, I have been busy. <laughs> I really, well, yeah, but I realized today that the last post I put up on the multiverse was the post about our, was our, our midweek post. I didn't oh, wow. put, I didn't put up anything else after. I just realized that I actually had been silent on there since then. Um, and I apologize for that. Uh, cause I wanted to be very active during this time. And then, you know, we're, we're going to, I mean, we're going to be pushing for the restore the Snyderverse until they announce it. Yeah. Um, it's going to go on, and, and the and the hashtag Restore, Restore the Snyderverse, it's going to go on every post we put up, whether or not it's related to, whether or not it's related to DC or Zack Snyder or anything. Even when it's just a regular review, like we got um, Twister coming next week. That's going on the hashtags. The ha- it's going on yeah. the hashtag. Actually, you know what? I'll do it right now, because I, um, I have them saved in my notepad on my phone, um, and I just copy and paste them, right? Do you? Shit, that's fucking smart. I should be doing mm-hmm. that. See? Some, I just copy and paste them into the, the post. So I'm going to add it right now. Well, because because I don't put up the same hashtags each time. Because when we do one for Bond for the birthdays, mm-hmm. um, we, 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 when I do one for the Bond girls, I also throw in the Bond girls of forever hashtag. Okay. So, I mean, I throw in and, 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 and the Bond girls hashtag or villain or, or Bond villains, depending who villains. it is. I just added to the Multiverse Movie Podcast one. Yeah. Restore the Snyderverse. Um, yeah, so that's going to be part of part of our hashtags going forward um and this um, is now now i have to ask you a really hard question uh-huh. favorite scene oh that's tough before i give you my favorite scene I, I said at the beginning of the show i'm gonna say it now uh you know i'll give you my favorite scene first because we're gonna talk about it, about how we i don't know how you feel i definitely think this is the greatest comic movie of all time i it's hard to disagree i was um, talking i was speaking with some with some friends who i used to work with in my old store mm-hmm. Ed and Eric and Jason, mm-hmm. who if, I'm sure they don't listen, but if they did, shout out to those gentlemen. Dirty 33, you know who you are. Um, and they asked me, and Ed is always busting my balls about DC and Marvel, and, 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 and Jason is the same way. And they asked me what I thought of it, and I was like, I think this, and I said, as you said, I said, I think this is the greatest comic movie ever made. And Jason asked me, even better than Batman 89. And I said, and I said, as much as I love Batman 89, as much as it holds a place in my heart, and I love that movie from start to finish, this is a better movie than Batman 89, in my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And he and he and he said, wow, that's a bold claim coming from you. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, because you know me and anyone who knows me, I put that near the top. I put that at the top of my list for comic book movies mm-hmm. because it just. I wouldn't be where I'm. I wouldn't be doing this review for this movie without that movie. Right, right, right. Like right. that was the that was the genesis for everything I do, mm-hmm. is, or everything I do that's comic related or nerd related. Batman '89 is is the catalyst. Mm-hmm. If you go back in time and you stop me from watching that movie, I'm not the man I am today. Right. Facts. Facts are facts. Okay. But and I was and I told them it's like I think this is the greatest comic movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you on that. Because it's going to be hard-pressed to find something. First off, something that we've all been waiting for and asking for for four years is 
the Snyder Cut. We've talked about it when I was living with Eric. We're like, you know, after so just so you know, he said, oh, there's a rumor of a Snyder Cut. And we're like, ah, you know, it was it was a thing for obviously, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just a rumor. Mm-hmm. Everyone was saying just a rumor. Then, you it know, slowly started to build. Things start, you know, it was Zack, Zack Snyder was putting little things up on Vero. Mm-hmm. You know, the the scene with Diana. I wish I would have got on Vero when he started doing that. The, I just got on Vero. The scene with Diana seeing the the writings on the wall with mm-hmm. uh, with Darkseid. Along the rest of and the mother boxes, you know, that was thrown up mm-hmm. in black and white. That was one of the earlier ones. There was a, a couple other things that were put up, a couple other scenes that were put up that were in black and white because they were obviously unfinished with the color. So it, this thing started leaking out, and then you know we start seeing that hashtag come up, you know, release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut. And obviously, we jumped on that. Mm-hmm. On my old Twitter. Yeah, and we and when we jumped on that, and we were hashtagging it out. Mm-hmm. But then it was, but then it. It turned from just the fans doing it. It became this massive thing. More yeah. people started doing it. Then the next thing you know, Jason Momoa is. Yeah, I fucking seen it. That was his exact words. Yeah. Is there a Snyder Cut? Yeah, I fucking seen it. That was his exact, exact thing. Yeah. He's like, I fucking, he saw it. And he was, he was one of the biggest. Mm-hmm. Jason Momoa tweeted out, release the Snyder Cut. Gal Gadot. Tweet out, release the Snyder verse. Ben Affleck did. Ben Affleck's not very active on social media. He's, o- I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's only got a Twitter, mm-hmm. and he barely posts anything on it. But he posted. Yeah, he hashtag that. Yeah, it was it was the end. It was the three year two year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I remember Grace Rand. I, Ray, I remember watching a video. And Ray and I, Fisher and, has always talked about yeah, the Snyder Cut. I remember telling you, hey, November seventeenth, mm-hmm. we need to tweet out release the Snyder Cut because, mm-hmm. you know. Listen, I know people like to give Grace Randolph shit, but she, when at least when it comes to DC, she's on fucking point. Because she was the first person to say that Zack wanted to do a Green Lantern scene, and he was trying to push for Ryan Reynolds. And then everyone was like, yeah, she's fucking making it up. And then, like, Zack Snyder fucking came out and admitted to it just this past week. Yeah, I was trying to get Ryan Reynolds to be the Green Lantern in the movie, but the studio wouldn't let me shoot Green Lantern. Yeah. So I, I, I decided to do... Because the end scene with... Um, Martian Manhunter at the end was supposed to be Green Lantern but the studio wouldn't let him do Green Lantern so he just he said okay I'll do Martian Manhunter then. yeah so either way we got a flying green guy yeah so um, but yeah but then it, start, it started it started to take on its life but then but then the more life that the movement took on the more pushback we were getting from everybody else like John Campia was big and saying mm-hmm. he he shot and he's like oh it's no such yeah, thing and then he you guys are making up and, to, and then he tried to fucking backtrack he tried it. to backtrack by saying he's like I never said there wasn't a movie I said it wasn't a finished cut it's like that's, it's like, that's not what you said it's not what though. you said but we're getting more but we were getting more pushback from you know people who were saying they it's sort of like oh it doesn't exist it's not coming and then once it was revealed that the Snyder cut does exist. Mm-hmm. It is coming. It's getting released on HBO Max. It was like you, it was like you told me I was going to get a million dollars, and then he gave me a day. It's like you're getting it on this. Day. I I and everything leading up to as soon as we found out the day, as soon as we found out it was March 18th, we like we changed the fucking schedule on the calendar mm-hmm. for uh for uh for reviews. That yeah, way we, it would line up. We kind of left March 
open because originally they were saying it was going to be a four part miniseries, which I mean, they originally said it was going to be released on March 25th. Yeah, which that would have been amazing. And then it was March 21st, and there was a couple different dates, and then they decided to do March 18th. And I'm not going to complain about it, but yeah. Um, well, yeah, because Godzilla vs. Kong comes out on the 31st. Yeah, and we need to figure out if we're going to go to the theaters or just watch on HBO Max. Uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, because we're going to review it on the 1st or whatever that Sunday is. Oh, hmm. shit. Hmm. We're going to have to record that podcast on the 3rd because i got to work on the 4th. That's Easter Sunday. Okay, that's fine. All right. Yeah, I mean, we um, this is a Saturday night, so... All right, Which, so maybe we'll, maybe I'm keeping an eye then on my, maybe my, we'll my battery because yeah. I forgot to bring my charge and I'm at ten percent. So then maybe we'll just watch it here, and then we'll just review it afterwards. We could do that. I mean, yeah. we, then we can go see it on like a dollar. Sure, we can go yeah, see, uh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, like if it's good, because then you know it's fine. Because if it sucks, Even then if it we sucks. I'll still go see it in theaters. Because because if it sucks, we can just be like, well, I guess at least we can spend the money to go see it. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't think it's gonna suck. Though. It looks good, but. but um, um, so, um, my, so my favorite scene, I think, look, this is a masterpiece, 10 out of 10, greatest cop movie of all time, Zack Snyder's crowning achievement, um, restorative Snyderverse, we need a sequel, even if it's just him tying everything up in a nice bow with another four hour movie on HBO Max, I would accept that in a heartbeat. Um, my favorite scene, I'm going to say it's either the scene where they're coming up in the elevator to go to the flying Fox. That's, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful, you know, and, um, you know, like when, uh, uh, Cyborg is like um, she just she wanted to fly, mm-hmm. you know, or he was born for, it and he was like so so were you. It was her, it, it's her nature. Oh, he he's like oh yours too. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then like you know, he's like oh he'll be he'll be coming here, Alfred. And he's like how are you so sure? He's like faith, Alfred, faith. It's 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 this beautiful work. Yeah, you know, Superman showing up at at the fight and he goes not impressed because you kind of get you just like, fuck it's Superman. You know what I mean? Yeah. The black suit and stuff like that, or it's Barry. Mm-hmm. In the time in in, in the in the, the Speed Force saving the day, it's just yeah. it's one of those three. I can't I can't pin it down. I mean, the, the fucking movie's perfect. It, yeah, the I whole mean, movie is for me. It's it's either the it's either the Themyscira battle mm-hmm. because that's just amazing. Um, it's, it is the good. the first time we see Dart not like the story of the first battle, but when Darkseid comes out of the fucking monolith to mm-hmm. talk to Steppenwolf. That's great too. Because it was just like everything, it was like everything stopped. Mm-hmm. The the score swells mm-hmm, up mm-hmm. to that reveal, and it it was like and and the score swelling up to his reveal is like the breaking glass before Stone Cold Steve Austin's thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was just it was just perfect. It was mm, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Or it's the nightmare scenario. I love the, yeah, I love, I love because, too, man. because I love the one in that, BBS because too. that back and forth between Batman and Joker. I mean, it's it's a thing of beauty. I was after I was done watching the movie, I was basically dumbstruck and just I was in such awe mm-hmm. that I I had so many feelings going on. I was amazed of how beautiful it was and how great the score was, but then I got a little angry and pissed off that we didn't get this fucking movie. Four goddamn years ago, but you, like we were supposed to. I will say, I will say this though. Zack Snyder was ahead of his time, but it was worth the wait. It was worth the wait because all because the, look at what everybody's saying about this movie. If this movie comes out in 2017, it gets roasted. We're in the height of the fucking MCU. You know that's a well-oiled machine. We're on the verge of fucking. We're you know November 2017 is. Six months away from Infinity War. This movie comes out November seventeenth, in two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. 
what do you think that does to Infinity War and Endgame? I don't know. Bad BVS came out before fucking Civil War, and people still call it a ripoff of Civil War. Yeah. It's a far better movie, too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but I was, but it was, it was worth the wait. And everybody who gave Zack Snyder shit, and it was like, oh, he's a hack. Batman vs Superman is a joke. They're all now praising this movie. A lot of people are, and well, some people are now going back and saying, you know what? I judge this movie too much. Like like Chris, Chris, who was my buddy Chris, he, good friend he, of mine. He knows he's he's listening. He knows who he is. Yeah. Well, he's not listening right now. Well, what recording. goes on in what goes on in his house is none of our business. Well, I mean, yeah, it's true. Yeah, well, maybe he shouldn't be living there, or maybe we shouldn't be living here. Maybe you shouldn't be living here. You're welcome. Um, Hashtag cancel Chris. (laughs) (laughs) But Chris was a, he was not a fan of Ben Affleck Mm -hmm. as Batman, but he saw this movie. He watched it twice. I listen. And he's, and he's come around. He has seen the light. I, I'm, he has been enlightened as you said. I've been beating the Affleck drum since he was cast. Yeah. And I've been beating the drum since BVS that he's the greatest Mm -hmm. Batman we've ever had on screen. And, um, I feel vindicated because everybody's agreeing yeah. with me now. It's just like, yeah, well, you should have paid attention. Well, <laughs> well, they, well, well, they did say every fan who has been asking for this movie for four years will get vindicated, and now we are. I am vindicated. Like now, I'm sitting here, you know, two days after the release, and I'm just, I'm still like, I'm still in shock that this movie. You know movie, what it is, that, that you know what it is with, the, with the MCU film? Well, listen, there's only one MCU film that had a impact on me like this, and that was Guardians of the Galaxy. I love the, I love a lot of the MCU, but I was never like moved by the MCU like I am with this one. I was moved by this movie. This movie no, had a, this no, movie had an impact on me. No MCU movie had had this much support going. Well, not support, but had so much conversation around it. Mm-hmm. Even like when Infinity War and Endgame came out, and they were basically just, and they were the end of the saga. Mm-hmm. People weren't talking about this like a week before the release, no. leading up to it. Endgame. Endgame a little bit because Endgame was the end. Yeah. Endgame was the end. And yeah, there were people talking about it. But now we're what? Two years we're after done. the release of Endgame? People are yeah. people are turning on that movie. Yeah. The people are ripping the Endgame apart. People are pointing out the plot holes that I pointed out the first time I saw it. I mean, look, I like Endgame. <laughs> I like Endgame a lot, but it's got its problems. So. It's a slow fucking movie. Kind of a time Endgame deal. is a three-hour movie. Is a what, like a two and a half hour, three-hour three, movie? Three it's a three-hour movie. movie that feels like a five-hour movie. This is a four-hour movie that feels like a two and a half-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said to you earlier, Wonder Woman eighty four is a two-hour movie. Two and a half-hour movie feels like a four-hour movie. Because there's no, there's no lulls in the yeah. movie. It it jumps, it jumps, it jumps. There's always something going on. In Endgame, it was just like, all right, we're gonna go get the stones, and like the real, and like that was it. Mm-hmm. Even when uh, when Bruce Banner goes and talks with the Ancient One, her explaining the fucking stones and the timelines, like, almost bored me to fucking sleep. Also, I'll be honest with you. The CGI in the, in the MCU isn't that good. No, it's not. Should we mention fucking Bruce Banner's floating head in Infinity War in the Hulkbuster suit? Yeah. Or even the way Rhodey... Even, like, some of the scenes of Rhodey walking in the fucking War Machine suit. Mm-hmm. They don't look good. Like, when he's looking for Sam... When Sam is dusting away at the end of Infinity War, that doesn't look good. Mm. <laughs> but um, 
But I digress. Let's um let's wrap this up. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Um, mainly because I'm at five percent on my laptop and I forgot my charger. And um, we're at two hours. Two hours and eleven minutes. Yeah. I mean, we keep going if I have my my charger with me uh, to talk a little bit more stuff. But um, when we uh, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna write down. Actually, I'm gonna give this to you real fast because I this is my updated rankings for the DCU. But what I want to talk about is the stuff that's been canceled. We'll talk about that when we get around the Man of Steel this summer. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about a lot of the cancels over there. So I did a quick update on my, my DCEU rankings. Uh, so there's 10 movies. The only thing that really changed was BVS and Justice League. But Number 10 is Birds of Prey. Number 9 is Justice League. Number 8 is Suicide Squad. Number 7 is Wonder Woman 84. Number 6 is Shazam. Number 5 is Wonder Woman. Number 4 is Man of Steel. Number 3 is Aquaman. Number 2 is BVS, which they do swap with each other, yeah. actually. And then... Number one is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. I figure I just I, I put it on my Twitter, but I figure I'd give you guys the update the updated version mm-hmm. of it. Um, and but I, I do want to talk about a lot of the canceled stuff uh, that's that's happened. And when we get to Man of Steel, because that'll be the last official movie of the Snyderverse, even though technically Suicide Squad Suicide Squad's in it, Wonder Woman's in it, and loosely Aquaman is in it too. Snyder considers his universe. Now he considers his universe these three movies. But we'll talk about another podcast. Um, and I hope you enjoy this. And I hope you enjoy the movie as much as we and many other people did. And um, we'll excuse me. We'll talk to you next week for Twister, right? Mm-hmm. For your birthday podcast. Yep, yep. And um, you know, um, we'll see you then. I'll post this tomorrow morning. And again, I hope you enjoyed Zack Snyder's Justice League as much as we did. I hope you. I hope you guys. Felt the way we did mm-hmm. in watching it and just feeling, I don't know, like Christmas. Yeah. like It, it really yeah. did. It really did. It felt like Christmas morning. I felt um, like I was running downstairs in my PJs, which is weird because I was in a one-floor house that didn't have any stairs. <laughs> but I digress. Anyway, I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still George Rogers, and we will see you in the multiverse. <laughs>